Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KaiCast, episode 55. Hell yeah, we did it. Appreciate you guys joining me on the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. You know it's true. Fuck yeah. Thank you for joining me on a special Saturday episode. I was going to do the show last night as per usual, but I like wasn't feeling up to it. Didn't like feel all chatty and shit. And I was like, man, if I go do this show, I'm going to do a shitty show. And I want to do a shitty show, right? Because uh, I want to live up to the expectations you guys have. So instead, I decided to postpone it to today. So we're going to have an awesome show today. We're going to talk about the new controversy surrounding ContraPoints. I guess you guys heard about that conservatives and some liberals are going crazy saying she got canceled oh my god the left is going crazy they canceled contrapoints uh, so we're gonna look at that and see if that's true and before we went on the air today a uh, vosh made a video uh about me he was going live and shit and uh, he called me names said i was an idiot and said that uh, what i said was the dumbest thing he's ever read in his life so basically called me the dumbest person he's ever known so we're <laughs> So we're, we're going to take a look at that and see if uh, maybe he's right. Maybe Voss is right. No, I'm just dumb. We'll, we'll see. We'll take a look at it. Uh, but as always, if you want to support the show, patreon.com. That's Cogcast. Hell yeah. We're up to $670. 101 patrons. So we're working on it. Getting there slowly but surely. A dollar or two really helps, folks. If you like me, if you like this show, you want to see me keep going, please consider supporting it. This is really the only way I make money because my channel is demonetized now. I don't really make money off the channel anymore. And also, Super Chats. You guys know how the Super Chats work. Light blood of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Stump the band. Make fun of me. Get me to read something embarrassing. It's all good. Whatever. Just support the show. So how's everybody doing tonight? Are we all psyched for tonight's show? I hope so. ContraPoint is my girl. I like ContraPoints. I'm a fan of ContraPoints. I've seen all of her videos. Uh... And I think she does amazing work, but I do not think it's fair to say the left canceled her. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, she chose to leave Twitter. Nobody had her banned or anything, so we'll talk about that. But uh, what else we got here? What happened to Contra? We're going to go over in a minute. Um, light blood the show. Hit that like button. Hell's yeah. Totally convinced you're not pandering now. You're so sad, I know. Well, you're, you're spamming. Like, you can say whatever you want to, but you can't spam. So, since you're spamming, I gotta get rid of you. But, like, dude, like, all you gotta do is, like, normal criticism would have been fine. Like, you don't have to spam. You can literally criticize me any way you want to. It's fine. Like, I'm nobody. It's all good. Dusty is a self-admitted grifter, according to Vosh. I don't remember admitting to grifting anybody, but why is this guy still spamming my shit, dude? What is happening? Don't you have anything better to do with your life? Holy shit. Just sad. Uh, would you date Contra if you were not in a relationship? Hells yeah. Contra points a tall drink of water compared to me. I climbed that mountain. Why are you still spamming that shit? How is this even possible? Oh my god. I can't get rid of this guy. He like the Terminator. He'll be back. You gotta keep coming back over and over again. Now we'll get rid of this. Anyway, all right, we'll start with the ContraPoint stuff. So first off, ContraPoints went on um, the Young Turks. He went on uh, what the fuck's this guy's name? Hassan Piker, ugly ass, hideous, deformed Hassan Piker show, which is on the Young Turks. Uh, it is on the Young Turks, and uh, I guess she did 
like a big long interview, so they cut it in pieces. And one of the pieces they cut up was the piece where she says she's embarrassed for Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle's basically telling the attack helicopter joke, which yes, we've talked about this over and over again. He is definitely telling a version of the attack helicopter joke. So cringe, and she has every right to speak out against it and whatnot. But you can see right here, this video got seen 283,000 times, and it got 17,000 downvotes and 6,000 likes. So she was highly, highly criticized for this. And if you go, like, look through here, there are thousands and thousands of people who are, like, bullying her and uh, purposely misgendering her. I just, uh, I cut a couple out here. But there are, like, literally thousands of examples here i wish i played dress up as a kid never knew it would become a national sport the young turks are considered real news lol yeah right this is just sad these dudes just trying are trying to justify this topic this guy needs to shut up whiny little man i won't call that guy a woman because he was born a man dave Chappelle is awesome these guys are too sensitive cry me a river the guy being interviewed is an idiot there is a reason marjohn's people are marginalized why are these two men hating on Dave Chappelle? He's funny. LOL, two dudes complaining about another dude poking fun at a mental disorder. Tell me where I'm wrong. So, like, obviously, Contra went and read this. If you're in the thumbnail of a video that was seen 283,000 times uh, about you, you're going to go read the comments in the video. Everybody would. So, most likely, she went and read this shit. Uh, she saw all this bullying, all this misgendering, all this abject hatred towards her. And uh, not only that, I actually noticed a lot of these people went on Twitter and were bashing her on Twitter for this too. They were uh, tagging her and post about it and they were in, in her tweets shitting on her for this and misgendering her. So this is the first thing that happened, right? Shit on by thousands and thousands and thousands of right-wingers misgendered bullied, right? So then she uh, made a couple tweets on Twitter that were not taken well by some people in the non-binary community. Not just people in the non-binary community, but... I think they, for the most part, had the biggest problem with it. And uh, here's what she said. She was reading this tweet from this guy. Sometimes it's funny when you're the only trans person in a space where everyone is announcing their pronouns. Like it gets to you and a hush falls over the room and you can just like check your phone because only cis people need to be working on their pronoun game. And she says, this has happened to me before in hyper-woke spaces. Like it's me and a bunch of cis women and we all have to go in a circle saying she, her, because I'm there. There's this paradox where I can go to a sports bar in North Carolina and be miss and manned all night, no question. But in self-consciously trans-exclusive spaces, I had to explain my pronouns and watch woke people awkwardly correct themselves every time they say, you guys. I guess it's good for people who use they, them only and want only gender-neutral language, but it comes at the minor expense of semi-passable transies like me, and that's a super and that's super fucking hard for us. So basically, she's just giving her feelings and experiences about being in you know non-binary or trans groups where you have to go around and say your pronouns, right? She would much rather people just assume her pronouns as woman and call her a woman without having to ask her about it because it basically triggers her dysphoria. And makes her, you know, a little uncomfortable. Which is, in my opinion, that's fine for her to give her feelings. Completely fine for her to say whatever she wants to say. And, you know, this, this is what she believes. And I ain't got no problem with it. Um, and she did go on to say a couple other things that people uh, were not all that happy with. She said, I guess it's good for people who use that. I already read that, I guess. Um, another one she said. I'm friends with a lot of Gen, Gen Z trans. People... 
And I'm often grouped in with them because I'm very online and transitioned not that long ago. But my experience is very different. I'm not a vanguard Zoomer trend. I sometimes feel like the last of the old school transsexuals. And like a lot of old transsexuals, I don't want to say old, a lot of old school transsexuals, a lot of the ones that transitioned like 20 and 30 years ago had a big problem with her saying this and whatnot. Um, and so anyway, here's the thing. The vast, vast, vast majority of people agreed with Natalie, or at least they felt that she had the right to say whatever she wanted to say. They had her back. If you, if you go read the original thread, which I did, the vast majority of people had her back. And still, if you go read the threads about this, the vast majority of people agree with her, or they at least feel she can say what she wants to. They have no problem with this. It was a very, 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 very small minority of people who were criticizing her. And the vast majority of people that had a problem with this were just criticizing her. However, there were a subsection of the critics who were being outright mean and vile. I read like what they said. They were going overboard with their criticism, in, in my opinion. In my opinion, they were going overboard with their criticism and being too cruel with it, um, which was, you know, a little bit uncalled for, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, these were the worst of the worst. Most of them were just people disagreeing with her, and some of them weren't friendly disagreeing with her, but they have every right to disagree with her. If you post something in public, People have a right to disagree with you, right? It's just criticism. Everybody's got to take criticism. But some of these took it too far. Natalie Wynn has been running a con since the day she started her ridiculous channel. And I have always been baffled by the love rained down upon her. She has never said or done anything groundbreaking. See, to me, that's kind of like you're more attacking her instead of attacking her ideas or her thoughts. And I think that's, you know, it's too much, in my opinion. That's it. I don't consider this harassment. Some people consider this harassment, and I don't. To me, harassment... It's when the person tells you to fuck off, tells you to stop bugging them, and you continuously do it regardless. To me, that's harassment. To me, this is just rude criticism. But it's still, it's a bit uncalled for, in my opinion. She is not a great thinker. She's not even charming or interesting. She is not the Oscar Wilde of YouTube. As one tedious profile would have had me believe, she is a viper and you are her prey. She fuses academia with tacky theatrics and makes meandering videos in which she explains things you already know back to you, and then you all shatter your piggy banks because you have been dazzled by her aesthetic. This being all she has, hence why she talks about it at such length. One day, she will achieve her endgame of swelling her gargantuan platform to the point where she can finally kick the ladder down from beneath her, and she will never look at any of you again because she never gave two fucks about you and never did. The best thing Nellie can do, if she really so wonder, if, she, if she's really so wonderful, and this is from somebody who has hated her from the start. See, that's bad. See, if you hated her from the start, then you're just kind of piling on, right? So, and I, and I guess if you hated her from the start, that's not really canceling, I guess, because you're not newly canceling her. You've always canceled her. But anyway, is to stop and take care of herself, learn the history, listen to people with differing opinions, lose the aesthetic shit, and the people in her ear. And that's real bad advice. The aesthetic shit is fucking awesome that she does. That's like how she gets her points across so well is because she does her videos in a way that other people don't do it. She puts the time and the effort in to make her videos, you know, the, the quality of her videos is just so high. So that's how she's able to get her message across so good. So definitely don't listen to this person. It's the big, it's the best thing any young trans person can do. Learn when to be quiet, step back, be patient, listen, allow yourself to explore mature. The best thing she can do is stop and all her, herself, this for her own sake and others. Because she is going nowhere good. I mean, that's really, it's not that bad. That's kind of a mean statement. But, you know, it's just this person's opinion. That's not really horrible. 
I've been called way worse, obviously. She needs somebody with compassion to tell her to shut the fuck up and take a long walk. Well, you're not having compassion. That's not a compassionate way to tell her that. So that's kind of hypocritical. A weak character made worse by fame, corruption, and delusions of genius. Wynne is damaging and shallow, but pitiable figure at times in that her greatest con has been against herself. So, yeah, there's a lot of nasty comments. Those, I think, were some of the worst. But like I said, for the most part, it it was people disagreeing with her. um, And and I understand why people disagreed with her. There are non-binary people that legitimately have agreements with what she said, and they felt that they were wronged or hurt by this and they have every right to explain it. And, uh, I'll show you what I thought was a good take from uncle daddy. Uncle daddy is right. When he says this, in my opinion, my hot take people asking my pronouns makes me dysphoric because it is a reminder. I don't pass, but it is a necessary discomfort that I'm okay dealing with because it means that non-binary people actually get to exist as their real gender and have it acknowledged. And I think a problem that a lot of non-binary people had with her take on it is that they kind of felt like she was kind of just a little bit throwing them under the bus because now that she's passing more and now that uh, she doesn't need that comfort of being asked what her pronouns is, she's feeling uncomfortable with other people who don't pass as easy, who doesn't have the same privilege as she has to have, you know, the surgeries and the hormones or even the will. Some of these people don't even want to look like that. They, they are comfortable looking how they look and they feel like, her not understanding the need to ask for pronouns or feeling uncomfortable about her saying this is, you know, throwing them under the bus. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that, but at the same time, I'm a straight white man, right? So I don't have the lived experience to have an opinion about this or to have an opinion to diss their opinion on it because I'm sure their opinions and their life experiences are valid to them and they have every right to say whatever the fuck they want to say. So here's what happened after this fucking, uh, all this drama happened. After these thousands and thousands of conservatives shit on her, misgendered her, and then after a, a, a small number of people, it, it, compared to the, the whole that had her back, criticized her, and even a smaller number of people than that criticized her in ways that I don't feel was justified or valid. The narrative started going around that, oh my God, it's cancel culture. The left wing are destroying everybody. They're attacking everybody. It's out of control. And all these right wing fucking rags started uh, using this to spread their narrative, to further this narrative. Twitter mob attacks, transgender YouTube star. And it's going on about how like they almost like ContraPoints now, even though these people don't agree with any fucking thing ContraPoint says. These are the same people that ContraPoints mocks the fuck out of. She has nothing in common with her. Just the fact that they can spin this now, that the left's counter cancel culture has run her off Twitter. Well, here's the thing. Like, to be honest, Natalie doesn't owe anybody anything. If even one person criticized her and she did not want to hear that, she has every right to leave Twitter. But at the same time, the vast majority of people had her back, and it was a very, very small percentage of the whole that was criticizing her in in an unjustified way. And on top of that, it was the right-wingers who also were shitting on her and misgendering her and and making her have a really, really fucking bad week on the internet. So this narrative, all of a sudden, that, oh my God, it's the left. The left is the worst. The left is worse than anybody. The left has this fucking... Purity. You have to meet their standards or else they fucking cancel you. They, they, they're they the ones who are rude. 
They're the ones who you can't say anything because if you do, they would disown you. It's the left doing this. Man, I just don't understand this fucking narrative. This is the dumbest fucking shit, man. As a person who spent their life being raised around conservatives in Mississippi, I can fucking assure you guys that they will cancel you in a fucking heartbeat for anything. It don't matter if you're a liberal. It don't matter if you're a conservative. Fuck, I was a conservative. And all my fucking families were conservatives, and they found out that I was running porn sites, and I got fucking disowned, man. You want to fucking talk about being goddamn canceled? These motherfuckers around here will cancel anybody for anything, just like you would expect a group of Christians to do. A group of puritanical fucking Christians to do. And just like they fucking, and, and to pretend like they're the rudest online, I spent 10 years getting fucking just destroyed every day by conservatives. Called every fucking name of the book to pretend like they're somehow ruder than the left, more judgmental than left. The conservative Christians are less judgmental than left. This is the fucking narrative motherfuckers are spreading right now. And it's really, in my opinion, it's getting out of hand. I mean, I'll give you guys a couple examples here. Um, here's one from Justin Enby explaining. Here's Ian Miles Chong jumping on this to make the left look bad. Now, you know Ian Miles Chong don't give a fuck about Natalie. Don't give a fuck about trans people or any of these things. He's just using this as a cudgel to attack the left with. That's what they're all fucking doing. They're all pretending the left is somehow worse at this, and they're all attacking the left for this, you know? Icing on the cake. I agree with country points. She said nothing wrong here. Trans trenders, well, I don't think she would like your use of these words, would want unique pronouns and to stick it to daddy. Just make it very difficult for transgender people who do their darndest to pass to be socially acceptable because they... They're seen as trend hoppers and cloud chasers. Nothing about this she would agree on you with. Like, you're a disgusting human being that is using this situation just to try to further your own agenda and attack the left with, right? This is literally what Dave Chappelle nailed in his alphabet car bit and sticks and stones. So that's what all these people are doing, too. They're using it as proof that uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle was right. Dave Chappelle telling his fucking attack helicopter jokes. He's so right, isn't he? It's the fucking left, right? It's the left that's all about canceling. But it's not, dudes. It's not the, just the fucking left. I mean, it's just such a ridiculous narrative that you guys, a lot of the people on the left, continuously let the right get away with when it has no fucking bearing in reality whatsoever. Um, here's another example of a right-winger. Horrible fucking right-winger. Oh, they fucking deleted it. God damn it. They must have just fucking deleted This is C.H. Uh, C. Summers. Can't believe she fucking deleted that shit. God damn it. But basically, she was a uh, rah-rah and contrapoints and uh, this and the left. The kind of person that contrapoints would shit on. The kind of person that contrapoints would never want your endorsement whatsoever. But this is what they're doing, folks. They're using this, oh, the left and counterculture thing, just to fucking, you know, try to unfairly attack the left, which is what they always fucking do. And I actually agree with Mr. Bront's take on this. You know, I'm not buying this narrative that ContraPoints was run off Twitter by lefty extremist transbians. She always had the same critics for the same reason. She's done some good work and she's had some fumbles. That's just the biz. I hope she comes back, but it's up to hers. And that's right, man. Like Nobody forced her to leave the internet. Okay? Like I said, the vast majority of the people were on her side. And like I also said, it doesn't matter. She has the right to leave. She knows she owes nobody anything. But here's the thing. When you let these people run you off, yes, you're keeping yourself from hearing that criticism and that, uh, some people call it harassment. If you want to call it harassment, fine. Yes, you're keeping yourself from hearing that harassment. But what you're also doing is you're keeping yourself from hearing all the love that you're getting, all the outpouring of support 
You know, all the people that got your back, you're letting these few assholes run you off when the vast majority of people love you and they want you here and they think your voice is important and needed. So I made a comment that said that um, I was sorry to see her go, but if you're popular on YouTube or on the internet anywhere, you really can't let these people run you off. You have to have a thicker skin. And people was like, Dusty, that is so fucking privileged. That is such a privileged take. And I agree, it is a privileged take. But at the same time, I think I'm just being the messenger here. All right? I didn't cause this. I didn't create the atmosphere where people are going to criticize you. But that's the way it is, folks. We live in a time right now where we have instant communication between people. It's a time where you can instantly and anonymously message any celebrity you want to and say anything you want to say to them, okay? This is never going to change. The genie is out of the bottle. You're never fucking putting this back into the bottle. So no matter how we want to stand around and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and try to end cancel culture, the criticism is never, ever, ever going to stop. In fact, it's only going to get worse. I can tell you this from fucking experience. I've been doing for this 10 years and for 10 years, every goddamn day of my life, I've been shit on. Every fucking day in and day out. And it doesn't get better. The more popular you get, the worse it gets. And it's never going to fucking end. That's just reality. It's not my fault. Now, that's not saying that we shouldn't use social pressure to try to make people be nicer or to put their criticisms in more kind and polite ways. Obviously, we should do that. And Like, I'm totally for that. In fact, that's part of what cancel culture can do, in my opinion. But regardless, as long as people have the ability to anonymously message you and shit, it's never going to fucking end. So you have, in my opinion, two choices, maybe three. Either you let them run you off, you get off social media completely, you know, and you miss out on everything social media has to offer to you. Or I guess, I guess you could just block everybody. But also people are going to criticize you before you know to block them, right? So you're still going to take criticism. Or number three, you just learn to sort of embrace it, which is what I've done. And I'm not trying to be mean or flippant about any of this. But at the same time, like, what are the options here? Are you going to let the criticism get you down so much that you won't even be on social media anymore? Or are you just going to ignore, ignore the things that you don't agree with? Not, ignore the haters and the trolls and whatnot. And instead, absorb all the love you get. Instead, let, let that sustain you. Let that push you forward. And that's what I suggest you do, folks. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe, maybe there's a better solution to this. Maybe we can somehow end the toxic culture online and nobody will criticize you. And doesn't seem very realistic to me, in my opinion. And like this, this is like my field of expertise being hated. I mean, this is something I really know about. I mean, just, just to give you, like, one example. Like, like I've dunked on Shoe on Head a few times. Like, I've dunked on her in the show a few times. And she's dunked on me a few times. There have been a few times where I've said something on Twitter and shit that wasn't, like, worded properly. And there's sometimes I've said shit that was just wrong. It was just flat out, straight out, goddamn wrong. And Shoe on Head dunked on me for it. And my God, you have never experienced hatred. Especially on Twitter, until you've been dunked on by somebody like Shoe on Head. Somebody that has hundreds of thousands of followers who fucking love her. God damn it, you cannot imagine how much these people love her. It's like a cult. And when she dunks on you on her Twitter, you literally, for days, 
get thousands upon thousands of people doing nothing but shitting on you in the cruelest way imaginable. Your feed just scrolls by so fast you can't even read it by people telling you how ugly you are and how old you are and how stupid you are and how irrelevant you are and how you only do things to get attention and how old you are and how old you are. And did I mention how old you are? Every fucking day, like it's so much you can't even read Twitter anymore. You can't even follow the nice people because it's scrolling by with so much fucking hate, okay? And it sucks, but it would never fucking run me off Twitter. It would, hell no, that ain't gonna run me off Twitter. I just log out for a couple of days until it dies down and then I log back in again. Because the thing is, people have the right to criticize me if they want to. People are going to criticize you. There's nothing you can do about that. The only thing you can do about it is decide how you're going to deal with it. How you're going to let it affect you. And in my opinion, that's the way anybody that wants to be really popular is going to have to be. It sucks. I'm sorry. But that's my opinion on it. Okay? And I could be wrong. I'm willing to listen to fucking criticism. Of course. That's the whole point. Criticism is good. Criticism is valid. Even criticism that you don't agree with is good because you can mine that criticism for valuable data. Every person that comes and criticizes me, even if I don't agree with them, I know a couple things about them. First of all, when they criticize me about my show, they're letting me know that they're watching my show. So I know these people are watching my show who have these vast varying opinions on me, and that's useful information. And when they criticize me, when I don't agree with them, it gives me an insight into their mind, right? I know how they think, and I know how to counter what they're saying, or I can come up with arguments to counter what they're saying. It's very, very valuable. And of course, the a lot of criticism that I get is completely justified. They're right. And when people give me criticism that's correct, that's even more helpful, because you can use that criticism to change your behavior, or change your opinions, and make yourself better. So all the way around, in my opinion, criticism is good. And that's kind of the way you have to look at this stuff, or else you'll disintegrate. If you don't have diamond skin on the, in the current atmosphere, you will fucking disintegrate. Um, so I wasn't meaning to be mean to her or flippant. I, I, I'm just trying to give her the best advice I can based on my life experience so far. And I'd like to see her come back, right? And uh, a lot of people had really good takes on this. Cancel culture had existed for a long time. Usually in the form of ID and blackballing anyone or who doesn't fit into the white capitalist paradigm. It only became a problem once white guys felt the sting of something they've used for cultural dominance. And that's true, man. Cancel culture is not new. I mean, yes, liberals recently started calling it cancel culture. You know, and you're canceled just because it's a funny thing to say. But this thing has existed forever. Have you ever not invited your racist neighbor over for a barbecue again because the last time he was over your house at the barbecue, he said stupid racist shit you didn't like? You canceled that guy. That's fucking cancel culture. We do this fucking always. Everybody does this. So pretend like the left is somehow fucking the ones who are the most responsible for this and that we're evil. And it's just it's just silly, right? It's just a narrative that we're letting the conservatives get away with and hammer us with that we should not do. We should start fighting back against this stupid fucking narrative, in my opinion. Um, so. And uh, Squirrel Dude here, Z Nabike. I don't know how you pronounce that, but he had a really good take in my opinion. I agree with what he says here. The transformation of my opinions are being criticized online into what is happening to me is part of a novel phenomenon of cancellation, which spells the end of reasonable discourse and Western society writ large is basically a product of petty, burgoist fragility. 
By the way, that quote is basically every other op-ed written by the likes of Brett Stevens, Barry Wise. Yeah, I agree with what he's saying here. Let's see. I don't know. I'll see what he's coming to. But um, but yeah, there 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 are a lot of times where this cancel culture thing, if that's what you want to call it, goes overboard. But for the most part, in my observation, it is just people whining because they were criticized. That's it. You know, most the vast majority of people that cancel other people or that use the word cancel. Basically, what they mean is, I used to like you, but now you've said some stupid shit I don't like, and so I'm not going to have anything to do with you anymore until you change. Which is correct. That is the correct That is the correct point to take, in my opinion. That is the correct position to take. Don't be friends with shitheads. Don't hang out with them. Yes, you have to give people an avenue for redemption. Yes, you can't write people off forever and never give them an opportunity to correct their bad behavior, but... Social pressure is an amazing way to make change in people that is nonviolent. So I think the word cancel culture is being abused constantly by people who can't take criticism and are just bitching about it, right? Vosh is one of them. Vosh, like I said, was on there earlier. We're going to take a look at this video in a minute where he, uh, right before I came on the show, he called me stupid and shit. He said my opinions on this were the dumbest he's ever heard in his life. I'm going to play this whole fucking clip in a minute. We're going to talk about it. Um, But yeah. There's a lot of people jumping on this, like skeptic. You people fucking disgust me. Like skeptic gives a fucking shit about contrapoints. You know this motherfucker don't have give a shit about contrapoints. Just like Tim Blake says, honestly, I don't think you really give a shit at all. It's just another opportunity to take a shot at the SJWs, authoritarian, canceling, puritanical, something or rathers. But I think Contra sharing her personal experience was met very uncharitably. People have intense expectations. Totally agree with that. Um and uh yeah, Daily Caller, Daily Caller, I guess this is something else. They're calling out cancel culture too, but this cancel culture thing, this is uh, something we're going to see a lot of examples of in a night show where they're using this false narrative that the left is actually worse at this to uh, attack the uh, the left. So we'll take a look at that. Burgeries, burgeries. It's the ones that eat all the burgers, right? I know all about my Marks, man. I love the fucking Marks brothers. Dusty Boomer is the best boomer. Burgeress. I can't pronounce that word. It's tough. I know there's the burgeries. There's the burgeries. All right. The burgeries are the ones that have the burgers. I know that. And then there's the uh, the prolet chariots, I think, who are chariot riders who are really fucking into legalizing marijuana. The prolet chariots. So I am educated on my fucking marks. Dusty is great. Dusty is great. Let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Contra did nothing wrong. Evening, evening, all right. So what you guys think about that? See the super chats? It's like we only got one super chat today. I guess I should not do the show on Saturdays. Nobody's supporting a show on Saturdays. That's what you get, Dusty. You got to stick to the fucking schedule, dummy. Darn not, I guess they're right. Cutting Nike socks don't count. Yeah, I mean, think about what they did in Nike. Think about what they did with Keurig, the fucking coffee maker, where they were throwing the fucking co- their coffee makers out their windows. Look what they did to uh, Colin Ker- Kerpatnik or whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, it's just silly. It's just silly to think that the the left is somehow worse than the right than this. And uh, Vosh's, Vosh's claim was, the left are worse because the left will cancel other lefties, while the right won't cancel other righties, which is not true. That's totally not fucking true. But even if it were true, that's still stupid. Even if the left are more... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? 
consistent, even if the left are more consistent and are willing to both call out the left and the right, that still doesn't mean that the right is not ruder online, is not more likely to attack you in, in a, a horrible, disgusting manner, is not, it does not mean they aren't worse at cancel culture. It's just silly. But, uh, what's the chat say? I would let us see Dusty talk to her one-on-one. I would like to talk to her one-on-one. That'd be cool. Um, I'm hoarding my cash. Sorry, Dusty. Yeah, what you gonna do? Guess I won't be making any money off this show today. It's all good. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. Might as well not bitch about it. I'm hearing you out, Dusty. So far, no disagreements. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, love you, Dusty. Holy fuck, I love you back. Best pronunciation ever. Dusty, a lot of lefties were attacking concert because of how much she makes on Patreon, saying she's too much. Total cringe. I don't know about a lot of lefties. I saw a few lefties saying that. I saw some right people saying that too. So I'm not sure that is a uh, just a, a left wing talking point. But you know, I've made fun of uh, Jordan Peterson for that too. So I guess I'd be a hypocrite if I uh, diss that too much. Okay. So I guess we'll continue on talk about some more of this cancel culture bullshit right quick, and then we're gonna get to Vol. Oh, let's get to Vosh's thing. Put my headphones on. We'll talk about what Vosh had to say. Vosh did a uh, four-minute um, screed against me, like I said, where he said that I was the dumbest, per- or I said the dumbest thing he's ever read. Uh, let's see here. About this, this post where I pointed out all the hate she was receiving uh, on the Young Turks channel and how she no doubt saw that and how a lot of these people were actually uh, messaging her on Twitter. And uh, tagging her and stuff, and also shitting on her and misgendering her, and how she clearly was uh, not really all that happy about this. And no one mentioned this. This is what he said was the dumbest thing he ever read. Now, look, I'm actually kind of proud of Vosh a little bit because Vosh is at least fighting back a little bit, you know? Because, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've been uh, shitting on Vosh a little bit, and when you shit on other people, you have to expect they're going to shit on you back. You can't complain about that stuff. Man, I fucking shit talk everybody. When you dish it, you gotta fucking be able to take that shit. So I'm actually kind of a little bit proud of Vosh here for uh, for punching back a little bit at me. Um, and I I can kind of see a few of his points, even though I don't think it's very good. But oh shit, I gotta switch this up. But my opinion on Vosh is this: like, it's clear that Vosh is kind of butt hurt by me because I called him out for the Jesse Lee Peterson thing for him hugging up against this vile racist and wearing his autograph merchandise, you know, giving his support. And I called him out for whatever that stupid thing he said on my show about pedophilia was, where he seemed to be sort of semi-supporting pedophilia, which is really strange. And I called him out for calling for violence on my show, which I should have. Don't fucking call for violence, dumbasses, obviously. And uh, and I'm sure that, and I, I don't want this to sound too conceited, but when he was on my show, if you go read the comments, like, there were tons of comments that said, hey, I'm a Vosh fan, and I came thinking I was going to agree with Vosh on everything, and I actually agreed on Dusty on far more than I agree with Vosh, and pretty much everything you guys disagreed about, I was agreeing with Dusty with, and I think he read all that stuff, and I did kind of pretty easily handle him when he was on my show. It really wasn't that difficult, because, you know, the stuff we disagreed about with the stuff he was saying was pretty fucking stupid, in my opinion. So he's a, he's butthurt, right? He's butthurt by me, and so... Uh, of course, he's going to strike back at me, which is what he should do, right? That's that's totally justifiable, in my opinion, and I actually kind of appreciate that a little bit. Let me switch this over to uh, my headphones so I can hear what the fuck is going on here. Voice me here. All right, here we go. So, here we go. Here's Vosh shit. I mean, let's comment about it. What cringe is Dusty posting? Oh, boy. This is the... This is the Twitter Drama Power Hour. 
All right, what are we on about? <clears throat> Starting to get in. Just want to say his show is a lot slower than mine is. Got to pick it up, Vosh. Come on, snappy. That's what people want to see. Even though your show is watched way more than mine is, I'm still going to give you advice for some reason. Annoying watching lefties play along with the conservative narrative around cancel culture. The idea that the left is somehow ruder, more judgmental, and quicker to cancel people than conservatives is brain dead. Stop playing into it. I disagree with this shit. The conser Listen, conservatives will try to cancel leftists. Leftists will try to cancel leftists. Okay, well, this is not true. Like I've already said, I grew up in fucking Mississippi around conservatives my entire fucking life, and these motherfuckers will cancel other conservatives over the most minor bullshit. You step in a line a little bit, fucking go to some of these churches I went to. Anybody even steps out a line a little bit, they get canceled the fuck out of. But maybe he's not talking about that. Maybe he's talking about only online. And even then, it's not true. Go fucking to any conservative forum. Go to the Donald subreddit. Any conservative in there that steps out of the line, even a fucking little bit, immediately gets fucking blocked. And I've been to tons of fucking conservative forums. Go to any of them. Go to the fucking anti-SJW forum on YouTube. The biggest anti-SJW forum. It's nothing but conservatives in there now. And if any of those fucking conservatives step out of line and say anything, if I doesn't like, they immediately get fucking jumped on. Ask Joe Walsh, who is now challenging Trump for the president, how other conservatives are treating him over that. To say that the the right doesn't fucking cancel righties is just wrong. It's abjectly wrong. And now maybe Vosh, Vosh is real young, okay? And maybe Vosh doesn't have a lot of life experience. Maybe he has spent his life hanging around mostly liberals and hasn't spent his life like I have living around nothing but conservatives. But I can tell you first fucking hand, this is dumb. This is, we're you're talking about Christians here. You're going to tell me puritanical Christians don't fucking cancel other goddamn conservatives or Christians? It's just stupid. But let's say this is true, okay? Let's say that conservatives only cancel leftists, and leftists cancel both lefties and conservatives. Doesn't that just mean that leftists are more consistent? It doesn't mean doesn't mean that the right is not ruder. Doesn't mean that the right is not more likely to cancel you. Just because the left is more likely to cancel both sides, this is a non sequitur, right? You're just trying to make an excuse. The reason Vosh is doing this is, in my opinion, is because Vosh does not take criticism well, okay? When Vosh made the stupid jokes about transgender people on his Twitter, and he took shit for it, he ran to his little uh, Discord server to make jokes about how he thinks, how funny it would be or how cool it would be if all transgender people would be wiped off the face of the earth. The trans question. Because he doesn't take criticism well. See, in his mind, people are criticizing him not because he keeps saying incredibly stupid fucking shit and doing incredibly stupid fucking shit. It's because the left, the evil left has this cancel culture. They're just out of control. They're canceling everybody. And that's why they're so critical of me. See, his ego won't allow him to admit that it's because of his words and actions, most of it. Not so, but I'm sure there's a lot of fucking criticism he gets. That's bullshit, obviously. And I'm not saying that... Look, folks, I'm not saying liberals are perfect. Obviously fucking not, goddammit. Both sides are made of human beings, okay? Human beings are fucking moronic. We're all idiots, goddammit. There are fucking tons of shitty people in the left. Tons that should be called out. You know, they should be stood up to. And we should use, in my opinion, cancel culture to use social pressure to help change them. But this idea that the left is worse than the right is just stupid. And that's what I said. And the reasons you're giving to disagree with me already don't make sense and are wrong. So that's me. That's the difference. That's the, that's the, the key difference right there. 
conservatives will complain about cancel culture and then turn around and try and find any excuse to delegitimize the platform of a left-leaning person. But left-leaning people will do the same thing to left-leaning people. Okay. So, does that mean that left-leaning people are worse at doing it or do it more often? No. Does that mean left-leaning people are ruder when they do it? No. Does that mean they're more judgmental than they do when they do it? No. Doesn't mean any of that. It's a total non-sequitur, dude. It doesn't work when you do it to right-leaning people because right-leaning people don't give a fuck if you're racist. They're racist. It doesn't make a difference. Candace Owens literally defended Hitler and she's still in the in-crowd with the conservative intellectual dark web. Okay, yeah. Conservatives don't like shit on other conservatives as much for doing this kind of stuff, obviously, but it doesn't mean that when they shit on the left or when they shit on other conservatives, which they do all the time, they aren't ruder or do it more often. Obviously, I mean, it's... obviously conservatives are bigger pieces of shit, and so they're more likely to take other conservatives being bigger pieces of shit, but it doesn't mean they're not willing to call out the good things people do more often than the left does, right? And then this was really fucking stupid, too. Being edgy doesn't mean you're not a racist. I never said otherwise. You can be edgy and racist. You can be racist and not edgy. So you this can is be the stupidest edgy thing you ever read. This guy who hung out with Jesse Lee Peterson, the vow racist. I'm about to play a clip in a minute of Jesse Lee Peterson. New thing he said. Wore his fucking merchandise. Yet what I said is the dumbest thing he ever seen in his fucking life. The fact that I even bothered to mention that the right-wingers were shitting on Natalie so fucking stupid in Bosch's mind. Why are you bringing this up, Dusty? Why are you bringing this up? This hurts my narrative that it's just the left that's gone crazy with cancel culture, and that's why I'm being criticized. Don't bring that up, Dusty. Racist. Like, there's, they sometimes overlap, but they don't necessarily do so. For everyone claiming Contra was bullied and canceled by the left, this also happened just before she deleted her account. She was being viciously attacked by the right, purposely misgendered by hundreds of people. Funny how everyone is quiet about this. Isn't this cancel culture? This is the stupidest shit that I've ever read in my fucking life right here. That's the stupidest shit you're up to? You need to get out more. Maybe you need to read more. I know you're just being hyperbolic and shit, but, you know, come on. Baby. This is a YouTube video that she appeared on on Hassan Piker's channel. Actually, it's a YouTube video she appeared on on the Young Turks, but what does that have to do with anything? Basically, he's just about to dismiss this. He's about to pretend like they didn't even go on here and misgender her and shit on her completely and that she didn't probably read this and it didn't affect her. Because it doesn't fit in marriage. So she's going to completely dismiss it and say, oh, even pointing this out, even the fact that you're pointing this out, you're desperate for some reason. But no, the fact that you're ignoring it. He, he doesn't even fucking acknowledge that this is happening. Who cares if this is happening on the Young Turks channel? It, does it make it, does it mean it didn't happen because it happened on their channel? Does it make it, all of a sudden, it's not a problem anymore? Conservatives shitting on her and misgending her, thousands and thousands of them, because it wasn't on her Twitter, it was on the Young Turks. And of course, like I said, also, these people did come to her Twitter, lots of them. They did attack her in fucking shitty posts, and they did go on her post, and they did attack her for this. So, But he's just going to completely ignore it. Nope, don't even look. Don't look at this, folks. Don't look at this. He's going to wave it away. Watch it. And this wasn't even on Twitter. What the oh, fuck is this? Oh my god, it wasn't on Twitter. Look, he's not even going to read it. He's not even going to read or acknowledge any of it. The, the fact they're misgendered. He's just going to completely wave it away with his hand. This to me is people taking... This to me is people taking the other side who are desperate to paint over the fact that there's a problem in the left. Guys. Nobody is painting over that to say there's not a problem on the left. What we're doing is we're calling out the stupid narrative that it's worse on the left. What is desperation is you not even acknowledging any of this and waving it away with a with your hand because it appeared on the Young Turks channel instead of Twitter, which doesn't matter at all. 
That's what's desperate. What's desperate here is the fact that you're trying to pretend like the left is worse at counterculture because your ego won't allow you to admit the fact is you say stupid shit and that's why people call you out mostly. Not because of this evil fucking cancel culture, dude. You know, keep your ego in check, dude. Why are you letting the fucking right to get away with this bullshit narrative? Why are you helping them spread this bullshit narrative? It's stupid. Like, God damn it, people. Please, God, guys, listen. Conservatives paint a narrative about leftists. They yes, and you're helping them right now. You're fucking literally helping them right now by helping them paint this one-sided narrative. No one is saying fucking the left is perfect. No one is saying the left doesn't have their problems. No one is saying the left isn't, some of them, oversensitive and overcritical. The problem is, is when you pretend the left is mostly the one responsible for this, which is bullshit, that is not true. Stop helping them spin this narrative, dude. They painted that we're super cancel culture heavy, that we're yes. hypersensitive, that they yes. were irrational, that we're mm-hmm. hysterical, that yes. we're constantly infighting. Mm-hmm. All of them are true. Guys. Yeah, all that's true with both sides, right? Why are you going to let them paint that one-sided narrative? That's the point, right? No one is denying that the left has their problem. It's the one-sided bullshit narrative, dude. I'm sorry. I know you are. Just because somebody insults you doesn't mean the insult is unfounded. Just be- Exactly, right? Exactly. That's the whole point, dude. People have the right to fucking insult you. It doesn't mean that it's just because it's evil cancel culture that they insulted you over. It's because you're saying and doing dumb shit. Because the insult comes from a group of dumb fucks doesn't mean it's unfounded. Like, I'm, like, I'm sorry, guys. These things are true. Now, are they true to the extent that the right claims? I don't think so. The right does lie all the time. Yep. But that doesn't change the fact that on a base level, all of these things are rooted in very well-grounded claims. The trick here is not to ignore reality and deny it. You have to... improve the left. Okay. Isn't that what people do when they criticize the left? Isn't that what a lot of these leftists do when they're are letting their criticisms be known it's not all cancel culture some of it is valid and they are trying to improve the left you don't improve the left by never criticizing it dude you can make the world a better place i mean isn't that what you're doing to me right now aren't you criticizing me a leftist and you're rudely doing it you you basically said that i said the stupidest thing you ever heard you are rudely criticizing me are you a part of cancel culture now are you attacking the left unjustly now no it's just it's just silly i'm not anyway that's really I'm gonna play on that. This is really the genius of the left. Everybody keeps telling me about, dudes. Seriously, like I don't know. Like I just okay. All right, whatever. Anyway, what else we gotta say about that? I think the left counts more than the right. If you think that, then you are not paying attention. You are definitely not paying attention. I guess it depends on what your definition of cancel is. But I mean, the basic definition of cancel is just where you don't have anything to do with somebody anymore because you don't disagree with them, right? And the right does that far, far more. The puritanical Christian right definitely does that. To pretend otherwise is so stupid. How dumb do you have to be to pretend like in America the right is not more puritanical and judgmental than the left is? How fucking dumb would you have to be to try to spread this narrative? It's so stupid. Anyway, um, <laughs> Uh No, you're obfuscating the problem, probably. What about all the reactionaries that pretend to support Contra or Blair even though they actually hate them? I know, that's what I was pointing out. They're using this as an opportunity to attack the left, and, and other lefties are just helping them. They're helping spread this stupid narrative. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Dusty is great. Boss brags about t- taking it, but how can anyone accept bad faith arguments? Uh, Bosch can't take criticism. Let's, give me a fucking break. <laughs> that's a joke. 
Anyway, I don't even have anything against. I don't really have that much against Vosh. I mean, I like I said, I'm I'm proud of him for I, for punching back. He should punch back. It's just that you know, you'll get better with time, in my opinion. Um, the Vosh isn't a genius. He's just fun to watch sometimes. Everybody continuously telling me what a genius he is. I don't know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm a genius. I'm an idiot. So let's just get that straight right now. Hey, I got some more super chats. Thanks, guys. Hey, Dusty, I found a little money uh, to super chat you again. Wanted to be first, but forgot that you were on early. Keep up the good work. Hey, Ann, I really appreciate that. Good to see you again. Look forward to seeing you on Facebook. Uh, Neil, the 604 Atheist, $5. Thank you, Neil. Elaine Magnus, 299 For the cats, how are they? They are awesome. I'm trying to think of any new cat stories. I'll tell you one thing my cat likes to do. Penguin, the little black and white one. I like, showed you guys. Um, he's in the next room, and the next room right next to that is the dog room. And so uh, there's a door that separates them. But Penguin has figured out what to open that door. And he likes to open a door and push open and just stare at the dogs and let them bark at him and shit. It's funny. But uh, he thinks he's a little badass. You don't want nothing to do with those dogs. They'll eat you up, Penguin. Uh, Adrian, for an air, $5. Put three lefties in a room, and after an hour, they'll make you five parties. Classical joke on the left, but true. They'll make you five parties. You mean political parties? Probably. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. The Rich Chuck Hey, what's up, Rich Chuck Welcome back, man. Love you, dude. You are a member of the precariat, man. The real left is unfortunately poor. I know, right? Tell me about it. It's depressing. But, you know, I used to be rich, and now I'm poor, and I'm just as happy poor as I was rich. So as long as I can, you know, make enough of a living to do this, I won't complain. I'm dead. I'll be fine. So thank you for that, Rich Chuck McElroy. I appreciate you joining me again tonight. Uh, Mark uh, Tibadeo, is that how you pronounce that? Vosh isn't half the brains he seems to think he is. I don't want to shit on Vosh too much. Like, me and Vosh are on the same sides, and we both fight for trans rights and everything. I just think that, you know, he's out of this cancel culture because he's fucking about her. That's all it boils down to. I mean, you just got to have a thicker skin about shit, in my opinion. But, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, he can attack me all he wants to. It works for me. Gives me shit to, you know, put on my show. You were missing the point. Vosh is right, okay? The left has a major problem with woke snobbery that prevents any coalescence and... The right doesn't? What are you talking about? I mean, I can I can tell you for sure, growing up in the puritanical right, that they're exactly the same. You're in denial. The right has a huge advantage because of that. Okay. The right has a huge advantage because you guys keep helping them spread these narratives that are not true. Pretend, like to pretend for one fucking second the left is somehow ruder and meaner and more fucking judgmental. It's just, I just don't understand how anybody could say that. Anyway. Hi, Dusty. So glad I'm able to catch the live stream. Did you see any of the 7-hour CNN Climate Crisis Town Hall? And do you know where we can find a video of the full event? I saw some of it. We're going to talk about it a little bit. I saw uh, <laughs> Joe Biden's blood vessel popping his eyeball. His, basically, his eyeball exploded inside of his head. So it ain't going well for Joe. We'll take a look at that in a minute. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Uh, Nick Meister, $5. Dusty, do you really think the left can win the battle of rhetoric in the marketplace that's been rigged by interest with billions of dollars to spend? Um, nope. I am not winning this war. I am getting my ass kicked every step of the way. And uh, do I think we'll ever win? Fuck if I know, dudes. I don't know what's going to happen. All I, all I know is I just got to keep fighting the best fight I can fight, and we'll see what happens. I'll be dead in 30 years, so it won't be my problem anymore. Thank you for that. Robert G. Houston, fund $10. What do you think of doing a narrated iPhone tour of the Animal Sanctuary to show super chatters and patrons what the majority of their money goes towards? Um, I don't have an iPhone. I have an iPad. I guess I could use this iPad for, for some shit. Um, the thing is, is, most of this place is still really run down. It needs to be remodeled, and I'm embarrassed to show you guys. I mean, it's fine for dogs and cats. 
but like some of the walls have cracks that I need to be painted and some of the fucking floors are still unfinished and uh, and it's dirty in some spaces and yeah, I'm just embarrassed of it. I don't want to show you guys that shit. So uh, maybe I'll put them all in the best room though and I'll show you the guys one by one in the best room or something when I get a camera. I appreciate that. The Rich Uncle Frank, another $100, uh, 100 uh, kroners or crowns, I think. Uh, he Vosh is enjoying it too much to be right. You save me from him, man, thanks. Well, like I said, I don't want to shit on Vosh too much because I think mostly... I don't know if I want to say I mostly agree with him. I think he's more of a communist than I am and shit. Um, but as far as trans rights and stuff goes, I think we're more on the same side than not. So I don't want to shit on a guy too bad. I just, you know, he was shitting on me some. So it's all in fun. Uh, Amy Mortison, $5. Hey, thank you, Amy. Appreciate that. Uh, $10 from H.S. Ross. Agreed that Vosh will get better with time. He's extremely young. I just like how he debates right-wingers. Sorry if I asked him for, but might you consider debating right-wingers? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Would you guys interested in seeing me debate people on this show? It just seems dull to me. It seems like everybody's doing that. It seems like the show kind of lags when I debate people or have people on. It's better if I just do it myself because I can keep the show moving really quickly. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. Lobo, $10. Reparations isn't just for the government. It's something all white people should do on a personal level. If a white people agrees with this statement, the world becomes a better place. Yes or no? Seems reasonable to me. You know, I moved to an all-black neighborhood, and I pretty much uh, try to frequent the black businesses around here and give them my support. And I really enjoy it. This is the best place I've ever lived, so I ain't got no problem. Uh, thank you for that. Groom, $2. Love, peace, and hair grease. All right, thank you. I don't use no hair grease, but I got plenty of love and peace for you, Groom. And uh, more Super Chats, please. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you supporting the show. Would love to see you debate right-wingers. All right, I'd have to find some right-wingers to debate. What do we even debate on? I guess politics, <laughs> religion, everything. Uh -huh. um, so, all right, continuing on with the show. What else we got on the show tonight? Not even nighttime, Dusty. It's only 5 o'clock. It's daytime. Um, so, yeah, well, a lot of these people start to talk about cancel culture. This is like one of the main things that the right continues to bring up, uses a cudgel against the left. Your Daily Caller, cancel culture is very bad, says RNC chair. Daily Caller, literally 90 minutes later. Yep, see? Even the RNC is using this language, the cancel culture language. And this is just a narrative we need to fight back against. It's a ridiculous narrative, a one-sided narrative that they are using to, to great success against the left. It's a distracted tool. It's a distraction tool. We need to fight back against RC chair, chairwoman Rona McDaniel criticizes the left's cancel culture. A frightening path for our country, Daily Caller. Then next up, Bernie Sanders, poor whites were given N-words to hate and look down on. Oh my God, Bernie Sanders said the N-word 20 years ago. Holy shit, canceled. Canceled. We're going to pull out things 20 years ago to cancel you over. See, they're doing it too. They just, it's the same shit, dude. They just don't get called out for it because even lefties, let them continue spreading this bullshit narrative. And uh, I agree with uh, Darth Mondo. Reading tweets about cancel culture is way more fun when you replace cancel culture with criticism. How dangerous is criticism to freedom of speech? We want to hear your thoughts on today's new podcast. Email your name and number. This also shows you all the right-wingers who are using cancel culture as a cudgel. Laura Ingram, right-wing shithead, Buck Sexton. Every intelligent, fun, worthwhile human being I've ever met is disgusted by criticism and wishes it would go away. Get so many media libs, embrace it openly. Yeah, dude, we embrace criticism. You have the right to be criticized. It's part of the system. It's the way it's supposed to work. Society, if criticism ceased to exist, oh yeah, it'd be a utopia. This is uh, somebody saying that if cancel culture didn't exist, it'd be a utopia. It's just so stupid. 
Criticism is the modern version of the Salem witch trials. Oh, yeah, right. Isn't it, though? People criticizing you on Twitter is exactly the same as people burning you alive at the stake, killing you. Yeah, it's the same exact shit, folks. Definitely not an overreaction whatsoever. It's just seriously, folks. we got to fight back against this narrative about cancel culture. <sighs> cancel culture ultimately is good. At least the way most people use the word. The way most people use the word cancel when they say they cancel somebody is good. Fight me. And, uh, hard to believe, but yes, this is real, folks. This is how far and stupid this has gotten. Cancel culture takes aim at oil and gas industry. This is what they're saying on Fox News now. Holy fucking shit. For one thing, shouldn't cancel culture, isn't that good? Shouldn't cancel culture take aim at oil and gas industry? You know, isn't that exactly what we should be doing? You know, the oil and gas industry is the one that researched climate change. 40 and 50 years ago and then hid their findings from the public and lied about it and paid off politicians so they could continue to pollute the earth and maybe destroy all life as we know it. Shouldn't we cancel that a little bit? Just a little, a little bit of cancellation, right? But like I said, this is how far the right has gone using this talking point. And uh, we just, we need to stop it. We need to stop feeding into it. And uh, I guess now we'll talk about some uh, Destiny? guys like Destiny? Destiny been saying some, uh, what I would say is ill-conceived, I guess, things. But at the same time, I still like Destiny, mostly, because I think, from what I've heard, I'll, like I say, I'm not that big of an expert on Destiny, but for the most part, I agree with what I've heard him say. But anyway, he got in trouble last week, started out for him saying this, um... If we gave black people reparations, do you think they give us the N-word pass? Now, I know this is a joke, folks. I know what he's getting at. He's making fun of, like, uh, conservatives who have this mindset, you know, hey, if we're going to give black people something, we better get something out of it. And I, I, you know, so I'm not offended by this or whatever, but a lot of people didn't really like this take. They thought that he was, you know, being flippant about this and uh, didn't care for it. And then, then he said this, uh... This is what really got him in trouble. Apparently, he was arguing with a black lady. Um, I guess he debated her on his channel, I think, maybe. And uh, so they were arguing on Twitter, and he says to this black lady, Don't worry. I'm able to recognize you as subhuman trash without even needing to know the color of your skin. And that's like a facepalm. Oh, God. What, dude? No, dude. No. Why? Why, Destiny? Why? Like, that's bad. Not good. Uh, suboptimal. Suboptimal, Destiny. And... Uh, for a lot of reasons. For one, he used the word even here without even needing to know your color of your skin. So basically what he's saying is, is like, is like I don't even know you're black. You know you're black to know you're subhuman. The word even here should not have been put there. And also, like the word subhuman is another one of these words that's been used to demonize and uh, belittle black people for a very, very, very long time. Um, it's like calling them an ape, right? And it's not as common as calling them an ape, but it's like on those lines, it's used to dehumanize them. It's literally used to dehumanize When you call them subhuman, it's literally used to dehumanize them. So let's say you wrote the sentence like this. Don't worry. I am able to recognize you are an ape without even needing to know the color of your skin. Now, you instantly see why people would have a problem with that, right? And that's why they had a problem with what you said. Because what you said, even though I don't think Destiny meant this to be racist, I, don't, I doubt Destiny is more racist than your average person. Um, and keep in mind when I say that, I think everybody is racist to a degree. I think everybody on earth is fucking racist. I just think it's a degree of racism. So I don't think he is incredibly racist, but, um, 
this is not a good take and this is not a good look and you should like be more careful in my opinion when you say stuff like that that's just my opinion i'm not your dad do what you want but he got roundly shit on for saying this uh and he should have yeah uh yeah not not great uh, here's that attention you ordered yeah uh playstation 2 ow the edge yeah fish hook theory far right Basically the same as the centrist. Uh, the best time to deba- delete this tweet was immediately after sending it. The second best time is now. Hey, man, why do you have to add even in there? That's a good question, Hassan. Um, don't mind me just passing by the train wreck. Even Vosh. Let's both be careful, buddy. Uh, even I guess Vosh wasn't really shitting on him too hard. Come on, Vosh. Uh, why you didn't know the color of our skin at all, Destiny? Good question. Uh... Anyway, now that's what I call edgy. Anthony, the reviewer, yep. So he got uh, ratioed pretty hard. This got 1.1K likes, and his original tweet only got like 500. So yeah, not a good take. Don't know what's wrong with Destiny. I think that he's way better on his live streams than he is on Twitter. I don't know if he's just trying to be edgy to be edgy to get attention or whatnot, but yikes and everything. So what do you guys got to say about that? Oh, yeah, I guess I'll say, uh, Claudia had a good take. I can't imagine thinking it's acceptable to call black people subhuman because you argued against alt-righters. No, it just undermines all the times you argued against them. Now they can just point to you calling black people subhuman to bolster their argument. So congratulations, Destiny. You fucked up so badly that now the alt-right can just point to you, one of the biggest people who has debated them, and say, see, he actually thinks they're subhuman too and is lying about it. So, yeah. I get her point, too. Like, I know that wasn't Destiny's point. I know that's not what Destiny meant. But it is also, the way he worded it, very easy for the alt-right to point to and claim that's what he meant. So, not amazing. And uh, before I move on with this, I will say that uh, Chris Raygun shit on Destiny. So, like, if you want to make me love Destiny, the best way to do it is to have Chris Raygun shit on him. I got to kind of take Destiny's side now on this one all of a sudden. I went from him being racist to him being uh, my favorite person on earth because goddamn Chris Reagan is a shithole. And anyway, Chris Reagan, I love how some lefties are just figuring out Destiny is a dipshit. Like, really? Just now? This is a very silly animation, but it made me smile and it reminded me of you because the man in this silly cartoon is also slow, very slow. His bones are noisy and his meats are slow. And he posted this and God, he's not like... There is nothing funny about this guy. This whole thing is so cringe. How is this guy considered a comic? But anyway, uh, Tom Coke says, Chris Raygun is not funny. True that shit. Imagine thinking Chris Raygun is funny. I can't. Imagine being Chris Raygun and thinking that you yourself are funny. That's the only way I could imagine anybody thinking Chris Raygun was funny, is if it's Chris Raygun thinking Chris Raygun's funny. And uh, even uh, Wow Girders Cask Liberals shit on him. You got mad at him because he argued against John Tron's racism, though, which was really a strange reason to get mad at him, unless you agree with the racist shit John Tron said. Yep. Chris Reagan, that's exactly it. It's only white nations that aren't allowed to protect their culture. That's him, like, talking back to Chris Reagan after being defended by Chris Reagan for his racist shit. So, yeah, that's the only reason you like him. Or you don't like him. So, what do you got to think about that? Do we hate Destiny now? Are we his biggest fan all of a sudden? David Cox is dead. Who is David Cox? Never heard of him. 
but the clicks, though. Cult of Dusty, are you side with Rachel Oates or EOT? Uh, neither. I don't know anything about that. I wish I wasn't poor. I know, right? Stop being poor. God damn it. Um, CRG is awful. I agree. Dipshit of the highest order. Destiny needs our support, all right? Destiny does it for the clicks. That's it, probably. Spider-Man is out of MCU due to capitalism. Yep, I heard about that. Fucking copyright bullshit. The copyright should have expired right now, but goddamn Disney went to the government and made the government extend copyright laws, so now they still have the uh, the rights to... Uh, or Not them, but uh, the other people have the rights to... Uh, Spider-Man still. So fuck you, Disney. Hoisted by your own petard. Destiny loves John Delaney. Is that that guy that was going to be president but dropped out? He had no chance whatsoever? So, uh, cancel hitting Destiny. Okay, cool. Works for me. Can you read my comment? Nope, I cannot read your comment. Um, It's Coke, Dusty. I know it's Coke. I say Koch because it's funner to say Koch. I know how to pronounce it. Let's see. Let's check the... Super Chats, live blood of the show, Super Chats. Uh, I would love to be introduced to your cats via video. Okay, well, Kelsey already took some footage. I guess I'll uh, try to show that maybe next next podcast. She took some footage of them already, and I'll maybe uh, I'll load up the stuff she took and show you guys. They're cute. One of them learns how to play fetch. She has this little uh, cloth mouse she throws, and the cat goes and fetches it and brings it back every time. It's like a game they play all together, so it's really fucking cute. I've never seen a cat do that before. So, H.S. Ross, $10. Definitely agree that there is a false right-wing narrative that holds the left to a double standard and spends all good faith intra-left-wing criticism as toxic cancel culture. I know, right? Hopefully, we can start calling it out. And I just hate how many left-wingers are feeding into this and are pretending like this is true when it's fucking not. It's so stupid. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Another H.S. Ross, $10. But I do think that there can be some of the left who aren't patient enough with people. Absolutely. No one is saying that the left is perfect. No one is saying that there's not fucking tons and tons of people on the left who are incredibly fucking sensitive, who are too quick to strike out, who are too quick to be mean to you, who are too quick to try to reach inside of your soul and just rip it out of your body and show it to you before you die. Of course. There's fucking morons on all sides. It's the false equivalence I have a problem with. The pretending these two sides are equal, and not even pretending these two sides are equal, but pretending the side is left. When not only the two sides not equal, but the right is much, much worse in every fucking possible way it can be worse. Uh, who don't have all the same education and background. Have you seen existing the Vampire Castle? No. Never even heard of What is that? Guess I will copy and paste that. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Gonna copy this, paste this shit. Uh, oh, exiting. Not existing. Exiting the Vampire Castle. We need to relearn how to build camaraderie com- and solidarity instead of doing capital's work for it. All right, I guess that's a book. All right, I'll check that out later. Thank you for that. Super chats, super chats. Bosh, gonna go on Ruben and talk about cancel culture. I know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he went on Jesse Lee Peterson, right? He helped Jesse Lee Peterson become more popular. Why wouldn't he go on Ruben? I wouldn't be surprised to see it. I would think Destiny said even by accident, but why didn't he delete the tweet and apologize once he realized the error? Because he doesn't really give a shit, to be honest with you. You know, that's... If we're going to just be honest about it, just be real about it, he don't really care. He likes the controversy. 
He doesn't care if people think he's racist or not because he knows that his followers, the hardcore ones, will still follow him regardless of what he says. So what does it really matter? And uh, another 20 kroners from my rich uncle. Oh, God. Uh, oh, bourgeoisie. Yeah, I can pronounce it when I want to. It's just I like to pronounce things in silly ways because it's funny. I can pronounce bourgeoisie and the proletariat and all that stuff. I can say Koch brothers instead of Koch brothers. I can say Stefan Mjolnir instead of Mjolnuts. You know, I can pronounce the stuff if I want to. It's just fun not to. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, HS Ross, $5. Yeah, sorry about the topo. Exiting the Vampire Castle. It's actually a pretty short article, so it should be much trouble to read. Okay, I'll try to check that out for the next show, and we'll talk about that. Thank you, HS Ross. Really appreciate that. And um, now we're going to shit on TJ a little bit. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to shit on TJ the new video segment. I forgot to do the video segment last time, so I have like 11 videos to show you guys this time. So we need to get on that pretty soon. So first though, we're going to shit on TJ a little bit. So let's show you what the fuck happened. So my buddy, um, Tim Blake, right? Tim Blake, cool dude. Love Tim Blake. What's up, Tim? So he was telling a, a personal story about Ricky Gervais. I criticized Gervais a while back, and he blocked me and had a rant about how I don't owe some freak on Twitter a response about anything. I was amazed that this wildly successful multimillionaire guy was so offended by little nobody me that he would go, he, he got so wound up about it. Yeah, I, good story. I, I totally believe the story happened. It's Tim Blake. He's an honest dude. So no problem with him sharing his story about how butthurt Ricky Gervais got. By just a slight little bit of criticism. And I had no trouble believing it whatsoever. So then TJ jumps in. Jumps on this fucking tweet. And he's trying to shit on my buddy Tim Blake. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to be snarky to Tim. And at the same time, he's trying to suck Ricky Gervais' dick. So he even tags Ricky Gervais in this. So Ricky Gervais can see how much the amazing atheist is sucking his dick. And he says, I can't speak for the brilliant Ricky Gervais. Kiss that ass harder there, TJ. But when I block someone, it's because I think they're a stupid twat. Not because they've emotionally or intellectually gotten to me. Oh, God. Oh, fucking God, TJ. Are you out of your goddamn mind? You know I can read this shit, right? So, of course, I have to respond. You gonna sit there and kind of shit on fucking Tim Blake with this goddamn bullshit? You are so far up your own ass, dude. I was like, dude, you used a block bot to block 4,500 of my followers without even knowing who they were. Some of them were your own Patreons. Let's keep it real, man. You didn't block these people because you thought they were stupid twats. You didn't even know who they fucking were. A lot of them were literally supporting you, dude. God damn it. How far out of touch can you possibly be, TJ? This is just embarrassing, dude. Seriously, and the whole fucking, the funny thing is, is when I posted this, the whole fucking thread is just people asking me what he said because he's he's blocked them. So I had to like post a screenshot because they're like, yep, he blocked me. He blocked me. He blocked me. He doesn't even know who I am. I've never interacted with him. How could he think I'm a stupid twat? He's a fucking hypocrite. And yep. This guy has gone bananas. And he even replied and he said something along, see if I can find his reply down here. Um... Did you delete your reply, TJ? Where it at? Oh, yeah. What a tragic loss for me. I mean, it sort of is a tragic loss for you, right? You're the one that blocked your own Patreons. So this is how little he thinks of his own Patreons, where he can talk about blocking them as being no big loss. And the stupid thing is they'll still support him. It don't fucking matter that he says that you guys are twats, that it's no tragic loss for him to block. He'll still support you. But anyway, TJ's hilarious. God damn it, TJ. Like, 
You make it so easy to dunk on you, it's not even fun. I mean, it is, that's not true. It is pretty fun. Keep it up, TJ. It's real fun. I take that back. I love it. So anyway, I guess we're going to fucking do the uh, video portion of the show. But what do we think about that before we do the video portion? Is TJ the greatest person ever? TJ is fat. Ah, TJ's lost some weight. TJ is canceled. Eh, I guess. TJ has much to explain with that wardrobe. Yeah, TJ's wardrobe is uh, suboptimal, in my opinion. But, you know, it's, it's all good. He's trying to find his style. I can understand that. Everybody's got to find their style. Um, as much as much as I like TJ, he could be a monumental dumbass. Yep. True story. The amazing snowflakiest. Yep. He just thinks he is relevant. Eh, I'm not going to use the relevant insult against him because people use that against me and it, it's a nonsense insult in my opinion. TJ seems to be deep into cocaine. He's so cringe. I haven't had cocaine in so long. I did cocaine like three times when I was in Denver. And, eh, it's fine, but you have to do it so much it gets boring. Yeah, how edgy making banana jokes at TJ? Yep, I know. What happens when TJ loses hair? I mean, personality. Well, TJ makes a lot of money, so hopefully he can get a hair transplant like I did. Look at my fucking beautiful hair, goddammit. My hair rocks. TJ, is that even worthy to be canceled? What do you guys think of the Essence of Thought Rachel Oates fiasco? Don't know about it. All right, time for the video segment. All right, I don't have a graphic for the video segment, but just imagine the word video spinning into your screen and then exploding into a million penguins. And then the penguins walk around your screen and go quack, 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 and then they explode. And blood rains down your screen, and then the word video segment fades up. Yeah, see? I don't even fucking need an intro video. I can just describe that shit to you. It's even better. But we start off with this Arby's fight. So, uh, apparently, this uh, older black gentleman and this young thin dude are fighting at Arby's for some reason. I don't know why they're fighting. But, uh, yeah, little dude pushes the big dude down. He jogs back over here. He's like, yep, I won. But the black dude's like, uh, no, you didn't. Fuck that shit. Well, we ain't done. Uh, let's throw fifths to cuss some more. And so the white guy's like, all right. Let's throw some fisticuffs, so... Cameraman, do your job, goddammit! Get back over on the fight, motherfucker! Come on, there we go. And I got their fist up, and, uh... There we go. Who's gonna win? Who you got your money on? White guy or black guy? Boop, yep. Old black guy still got hands. And he walking over the white guy, talking to him, and the white guy's, yep, I'm done. Sorry, dude. You win. My bad. So, yep, don't fuck with old black dudes like this. They'll knock you out. Learn your lesson, whitey. And, uh, next up... Here's a crazy-ass video. So apparently, uh, this guy came in, and he was uh, attempting to purchase alcohol, and uh, she wouldn't serve it to him. I don't know if he was too drunk or whatever. Oh, he didn't have any money. That's why. Trying to buy alcohol. She would. So I guess he wouldn't give her the alcohol, so he tries to steal it, and I guess he does steal it. And uh, then I'll show you what happened. Then they get an argument, and then let me screw it. he throws it at her, throws alcohol at her, and then he walks out the door, and then he comes back and grabs her by the hair and starts beating the shit out of her. Yeah, this motherfucker just walks in and starts beating the hell out of her. And then I guess he figures, well, I've already committed some crimes. I might as well go over here and steal some shit. And so meanwhile, this bad motherfucker pulling into the fucking gas station. That will be important in a second. So he beating this woman, beat her down. And uh, so... So she goes outside screaming, right? This motherfucker killing me. Somebody help me. And he walks out there and starts punching her. Motherfucker walking and starts beating her. And so, of course, this guy sees it and he's like, oh, hell no. Are you out of your goddamn mind beating on a woman like that, motherfucker? Hey, guess what? Uh, I got a gun, motherfucker. And uh, yeah, I got a gun. You should get down on the ground right now before I destroy you. So, yep. 
pulls the gun on him. He's like, down, motherfucker, down. Hell no, you don't beat her old lady. Get your fucking ass down, bitch. I ain't goddamn, I ain't playing with you, motherfucker. Am I stuttering? Get your ass on the fucking ground. All right, somebody call the cops, and he holds him there. And then a minute, the guy tries to, the guy tries to fight back a little bit, and then he gets kneed in the head for his troubles. Let's take a look for that. Here we go. Don't fight the guy with the gun. Go try to get back up. And nope. Oh, you just got laid out with a fucking knee to the face. That's right. Down and out. You motherfucker. So the guy holds in there with the gun until the cops get there. So that's cool. And this woman's obviously freaking out. She's like, holy shit. Did that really just happen? That's a crazy ass world we live in. And uh, so at first I was going to make fun of this. Just going to say I was going to make fun of this. I don't know if this is some crazy Christian ass shit. I don't really know what's going on here. Uh, but the more I started watching this. The more impressed I am. She's sort of getting it. She's going all for it, isn't she? You go, girl. This is like, what if the exorcist was in a dance studio? She don't care about her body or anything. She just flopping around, showing her drawers. I don't know what this woman's doing. These people are just watching. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I got questions, dudes. I got lots of fucking questions. But at the same time, outstanding. I don't know what dance school you went to, but uh, you did not pay them enough money. They are due way more because this is outstanding. So, uh, questions. I got a few. What you guys think about that? And uh, here's another crazy-ass story. I, don't, I didn't even hear about this when it first came out. So, apparently what happened was this woman was dating uh, this dude. Let's see if they show. Yeah, this dude. And uh, this dude, right? And there was another woman who was also dating this dude. And so her and this woman were arguing back and forth on Facebook about whose man it was. It's my man. It's my man. Fuck you. Fuck you. Right. And so uh, I guess the one girl that showed in the beginning broke up with a guy, got tired of dealing with it. And um, so she went on Facebook, made a Facebook live video where she shit on the other girl and like made fun of the other girl. And so... The motherfucker, her motherfucking boyfriend, came to her house with an AK-47 and uh, made her get on Facebook Live, right? And live on video made her apologize to the other girl that she insulted and then shot her and killed her with an AK-47 live on Facebook. Holy shit, dude. He got sentenced to 100 years in prison for that shit. Like, what the fuck is going through this guy's mind? You love that other girl so much that you're going to kill a woman just for insulting her. And then you're in light, you're in jail for the rest of your life. You don't even get to see the woman you're supposed to love so much you're going to kill for. How stupid. Like every fucking thing about this is stupid. God damn it, you fucking piece of trash. But anyway, that's crazy as shit, man. People are literally getting murdered live on Facebook these days. Talking about cancel culture. That's some real fucking cancel culture. And here's some crazy ass shit right here. This is funny as fuck. <laughs> so, uh. Look at these crocodile tears. This girl's crying. Oh my god, I didn't steal that car. I didn't steal it. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. No, you gotta steal this car. Calm down. If, if we can find out that Steven stole it, then and you, you in it without knowing it. So these dumbasses, of course. She's a girl, so they handcuff her behind her back and they put her in the front seat of a car, right? So, uh, what does she do? <laughs> She uh, takes the handcuffs and slips them off underneath her and gets them in front of her, and she steals the cop car. Watch her. What is she doing? She's stealing your car. 
<laughs> yeah, why'd you leave the keys in your car, dummy? So many bad things. Dumb cop. So they chase her down. And they even show it from her view. It's like, oh shit, there's more cops! Oh fuck! She's freaking out. And so finally she goes into a dead end. Yeah, you're fucked now, dummy. And she jumps out and continues on foot, but they catch her, of course. And she's screaming. You're an idiot. More crocodile tears. You a car thief. Ain't nobody buying that. You just stole a police car. It's over for you. Shut the fuck up. Oh, they handcuff about her back again. Yeah, maybe it'll still cop car. Yeah. There's an idea. Anybody got a cage? She's wiry. <laughs> she is wiry. Put her in the back seat this time, dummies. <laughs> I didn't steal that car. You just stole a police car. You just stole a police car in front of three police officers. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, no, right? I didn't steal that other car. Well, yeah, who cares? Well, that's an improvement. Silver linings. Silver linings. <laughs> Sorry. So funny I had to cough. Anyway, what a dummy. And, uh, oh, yeah. Here's a... I showed several videos on the last few episodes of these people marrying Trump's language of go back to where you came from. It just proves that this white supremacist we have in the White House is absolutely inspiring this hateful... Uh, anti-immigrant racist language has been used by so many people, not in this country, but it's even been used by people in Canada and other fucking countries. But anyway, somebody put together a list of uh, videos where this is happening. Some of these clips I've shown in other episodes of the podcast, but a lot of this I haven't shown before, but this just shows you how widespread this is. Go back to your country, my man. Go back to Asia. Go back to Mexico. Go back to your fucking country. and Democrats. But you really? go back where you came from. Go back. Where are you from? I'm from Mississippi, dude. I am where I came from. Does it concern you that many people saw that tweet as racist and that uh, white nationalist groups are finding common cause with you on that point? It doesn't concern me. Because many people agree with me. I don't don't speak. Here. You don't yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Go back to Mexico if you want. You want to keep speaking Spanish. Go back to your Mexican country. Yes, ma'am. I'm not Mexican. You got papers in this country. Go back to your fucking country. Anyway, it happens over and over and over again. And like Trump says, oh, I don't 
don't care if it's racist or not. Lots of people agree with me. Who cares? And uh, speaking of this subject, here's another prime example, and holy shit. Folks, if you live in other countries, you don't have any idea how it is here sometimes. It's crazy here. This is just a random Mexican guy who was doing his job and how he is being accosted and treated by some random white lady. Let's have a listen. Tell me I'm racist because he's Mexican. My little nephew's Italian, Mexican, and a Stupid fox. Don't tell me I'm racist. She's literally calling the cops in this guy for nothing because he looked illegal. Illegal. How do you look illegal? What are you saying about what? Like, what? Hello, Lindor, please. Hello. <laughs> I have a There's a guy illegal here. Because he doesn't speak English, even though he just spoke English to you. God, he's just in his work uniform. He's being weird. He's from Mexico. Yeah, he's weird. Some people. 
Imagine that response because the guy is Mexican. All that simply because the guy is fucking Mexican. Holy shit. You want to tell me that fucking Donald Trump is not having a negative effect in this country? Fuck that shit. Yes, he is. I don't care how blind you are, motherfucker. You can't be that blind. It's crazy. I hope they put her in jail, man. They should put her in jail for harassing that guy and for calling the police falsely, in my opinion. And uh, here's another guy they should fucking put in jail. This fucking Muslim asshole. He's fucking literally taking up the whole fucking plane. Sitting there, not letting people buy because he wants to pray. He thinks he should have the right to pray and people shouldn't be able to go around him. No, my needs are more important than everybody else's needs. I can sit here and block the whole fucking way because my God changed you. No, dude, get the fuck back in your seat, dipshit. And so, of course, you're going to get up punch a guy. Because I'm so privileged, I dare you to fucking interrupt my goddamn prayers. I'm going to get up punch you. Goddamn ass. So, yeah, put that dude under the fucking jail. Put him under the fucking jail. Fuck you. He resisted as they arrested him. Of course he did. I don't know. Maybe a little police brutality is in order here. I'm usually not for that, but uh, choke a bitch. Choke him. Choke that bitch. Sorry. I know that's mean, but goddammit, fuck that dude. Makes me mad. Anyway. And uh, here's something a few people commented to me last week about this uh, TV anchor accidentally said that her co-worker looked like a gorilla. And uh, I guess I'll play it for you guys. I don't really think she meant it like it was taken, but then she gave a real heartfelt apology. So we're going to see what you guys think about this. And check out this cute video that the OKC Zoo just posted. Okay, you have to see this. This is Finn. We're about to show... Oh, my goodness. Take a look at him. He's a resident of the Oklahoma City Zoo. And this week, the zoo's ape caretaker took over their Instagram. And we are all loving that they did. And as you can see, Finn was fascinated. Definitely ready for his close-up. Kind of looks like you when you take a picture. He kind of does, actually. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Bad, bad, bad. But it's clear to me what she's saying. To me, she's saying that... He takes real close-up pictures when he takes pictures, and he looks like, you know, the same types of pictures that the other guy takes. But obviously, that's not the fucking right thing to say. You accidentally just called your co-worker a gorilla or an ape or whatever. And so, anyway, didn't go well for her. She took a lot of fucking shit, and she had to apologize, so let's take a look at that. Thank you. When you take a picture? Uh, he kind of does, actually, yeah. Very close to the camera. I'm here this morning because I want to apologize. Not only to my co-anchor, Jason, but to our entire community. I said something yesterday that was inconsiderate, it was inappropriate, and I hurt people. And I want you to know I understand how much I hurt you out there and how much I hurt you. I love you so much, and you have been one of my best friends for the past year and a half, and I would never do anything on purpose to hurt you. And I love our community. And I want you all to know, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for what I said. I know it was wrong, and I am so sorry. Well, Alex, thank you very much. And, and I, I do accept your apology, and I, I do appreciate your apology. Um, I want to let everybody out there know that Alex um, is one of my best friends. I mean, we do what we do here, and, and, you know, it's not as if we see each other here and then we leave and we go home. We talk every day, or almost every other day. Um, I've told you things. I, I've, I've shared things with you a, as a friend, and I, I do appreciate you, and I do love you. Um, all that being said, uh, and Alex would be the first to admit to this to you, what she said yesterday 
was wrong. I've heard the, the phone calls and I've heard the Facebook messages as well. And, and, and I guess coming out of this, I want this uh, to be a teachable moment. And that, that lesson here is that words, words matter. There's no doubt about that. Um, changing demographics here in this country, the demographics are changing. We're becoming a more diverse country and, and there's no excuse. We have to understand uh, the stereotypes. We have to understand uh, each other's backgrounds and the words uh, that hurt, the words that cut deep. And we have to find a way to replace those words with love and words of affirmation um, as well. Um, you know, what we do here as broadcasters, uh, we use words. Words are the, the tools of our trade. Much like a, you know, a plumber would use a wrench or a doctor would use a scalpel, we use words. And, and our goal and what we need to do is use those words not, not to hurt and not to divide, uh, but to build a more perfect union. And uh, this is going to be a journey for us. We're learning things here. And uh, we at KOCO5 hope that you join us along on this journey. Thank you guys very much. So anyway, that's how they handled that. And, you know, I thought they handled it pretty well. I mean, I know that what she said wasn't on purpose. She wasn't literally just being mean and calling the guy a monkey or anything. It just was kind of something that slipped out. But she seems adequately remorseful to me. And uh, what he said, what I thought was beautifully put. And, I, you know, like I said, I thought they handled it well. I mean, this is obviously a lot better than what Shoe on Head did. You know, just unlist the video and sweep it under the rug and never even mention it, never apologize or say it to two... Say, for those of you who don't know, she called Leslie Jones an ugly gorilla in front of two million people on her YouTube channel. And when called out for it, never publicly apologized in any meaningful way, just swept it under the rug like it never happened. So obviously this is way better than that. So kudos to them. But I did read a lot of people weren't taking her uh, apology very seriously. So uh, I guess it depends on who you are. So how do you guys feel about that? Another crazy-ass video. Loud. Sorry. Sorry for that eardrums. This guy just walking out fucking shooting holes in these goddamn trucks for no reason. They're just out there doing their job, trying to fix the telephone poles, and they're in front of his house, and he's like, nope, that gives me the right to walk up here and shoot shit. Yeah, this guy's a lot braver than I'd be. He's fucking out here filming him. I wouldn't be filming that motherfucker with a gun. be afraid he'd be shooting me. So he's calling the cops and telling them about it. So he's going over there, and he's... Let's see, he went over there and he's shooting into this engine. And uh, the, the guy's still up on the crane. He's literally sitting there firing into this guy's engine and shooting his truck while the guy's still up on the crane, man. Look at him. One of those bullets should ricochet. Hit him in the face. I'll stop that real fucking quick. But crazy assholes in America, man. Hopefully they also put that guy under the goddamn jail. Crazy asshole. We're going to finish it up with this one. I hope this guy sues like a motherfucker. So he's just sitting in his car, right? I guess, uh, I think he was having car trouble or something. He pulled over to the side of the road. So there's a cop talking to him. And this tow truck driver pulls up and starts towing his car without even telling him to get out of the car, without saying a word to, to him in any way. And this is what happens. But look at this. While they're speaking, a tow truck operator is hooking up the guy's car. Up goes the front end of the vehicle, and you won't believe what happens next. Yeah, that ain't good. Yep. Sue. Here it is again. The car rolls right over and ends up in a lane of rush hour traffic. You can see other vehicles hurtling by. Can we get EMS up here, radio? <laughs> yeah, you think? Just flip off the tow truck. 
mail strapped inside right now. Yeah, maybe That's you don't right. want to fucking the tow trucks and shit until you tell the driver get out a little bit. Down car. Is his leg stuck under there? Eventually, they managed to free him and carry him to safety. Yeah, Anybody would feel lucky to be alive after a situation like that. Cameron Jenkins was the guy behind the wheel when the car rolled over on I-71 in Cleveland. Was there ever an expectation that you were going to be staying in that car while they were towing you? I expect that I was supposed to step out of the vehicle, but I was never told to, nor was I even aware that a tow truck driver was hooking my vehicle up. The police report quotes the tow truck operator saying he was about to tell the driver to get out of the car when there was a malfunction and the boom just kept coming up. The tow truck driver tried to disengage the boom, but he would not disengage. Yeah, the tow truck driver didn't give a shit. That's what it boils down to. He just wanted to get in there quick, get his money for anything, like say anything or do anything about it. And uh, yeah, that is life in danger for no fucking reason, asshole. So you should be fired and your whole company should be sued. And that guy should win a lot of money. And I'm sure he will. Fuck everything about that. Dipshits. And that's the video segment. Hooray, we did it. How do we feel about that? Is it the greatest video segment you guys have ever seen? Let's see what you got to say about that. Boomer with the gun. Get down. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't have been filming that guy. I've been on fucking ground or in a ditch somewhere. Remember Sheila Head? Yep, I remember. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Never going to get away from it, Shoe, until you actually own up to your shit. Did you see TJ's video on the story? Nope, I didn't see TJ's video on the story. At least she apologized like shit on hand. Yep, agreed. Right. Yeah, he gets, I bet he gets more than 100K. He'll probably get a cool million, I would guess. But what do I know? Can you look at what Matt Pat said? Um, did they give me a super chat or what? I don't know. Super chat it to me. I got time to look at it. Let me look at the super chats. Super chats. Rich Uncle Norway's back. Give me a hundred dollar, hundred kroners. So this means that almost all of you are coming back to Europe. Man, we need some time to arrange some things. Uh, no offense, I don't want to go back to Europe. I'm pretty happy where I'm at, but yeah, definitely. If people gotta go back to where they come from. I'll be over there with you guys. Paying a shit ton for fucking housing and shit. But I guess at least I'll get like free health care. So that's good. So silver linings. Justin Joseph 49. TJ equals bananas. I see what you did there, Dusty. I didn't say it. I usually don't make banana jokes about TJ because they're done to death. But if somebody else says it, I'll read it. Uh, HS Ross $5. Yeah, sorry about the typo. Oh, I already said that. All right. More super chats, please. Let's continue on the show. We've got another 20 minutes in the show to go. Going swimmingly so far, I might add. Best show ever. Alright, next up. We're going to talk about this tweet from Kalisto. This is funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. See, this is why there shouldn't be billionaires, folks. There are no ethical billionaires. There is no ethical way to make billions of dollars. You're just a crook that siphons money out of the fucking system. Jeff Bezos on spending his $131 billion. The only way that I can see to deploy this much financial resource is by converting my Amazon winnings into space travel. That's basically it. So many things wrong with this. For one thing, he thinks of it as winnings, you know, like it's a game. Like all of our lives are games, you know. 45,000 Americans die every year with lack of health care. People are starving. People are going fucking bankrupt goddamn all over the place due to medical bills. People are homeless. Fucking shit's popping off, y'all. 
it ain't good out here. And this motherfucker considers $131 billion winnings. He just won it from us, fair and square. The system is goddamn equal for everybody, and he's just the smartest among us. It's not that he figured out how to exploit the system and siphon the goddamn money out like a fucking money hoarder. No, man. But of course, he's like, how better can I spend this $131 billion than to go on space trips, right? I mean, yeah, sure, I could probably cure world hunger and, you know, give tons and tons of preemie babies free health care. And, you know, I could do all kinds of really good shit, right? I could help my fellow man incredibly. But instead, I'm going to use my winnings for space travel. And so this fucking uh, meme nails him so accurately. You can rewrite DNA on the fly, and you're using it to turn people into dinosaurs. Uh, but with a tech like that, you could cure cancer. Uh, but I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. That's basically Jeff Bezos, right? Fuck society. Fuck my fellow human being. I want to go to space a bunch of times. Who cares how many people die? Who give a shit about that? Capitalism is amazing, but nope. Not amazing. I hope this is late-stage capitalism. I'm still a capitalist, but I definitely think capitalism needs to change incredibly to a completely different type of capitalism. And uh, so many people were bitching about this Dave Chappelle thing on goddamn Rotten Tomatoes. Here's Paul Joseph Watson, who just hit a million subscribers on Twitter. Million followers on Twitter for shit like this. Guy sits around bitches all day about shit like Rotten Tomatoes and gets a million fucking followers. That's the world we're living in, goddammit. Chappelle's new show has an 8.5 on IMDb, where users review are loud, yet just 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, where all reviews are by critics. Americans are tired of being lectured by pedantic woke idiots about what they're allowed to laugh at. And uh, this is before they actually, there was no ratings available yet. Now the new ratings are out. Uh, they're 99%, I'll show you in a minute, 99% of the ratings are positive as far as the uh, audience score goes, and it's like up to 33% on Rotten Tomatoes for critics and whatnot. What's happened is that conservatives have gone and ratings bombed perfect scores for Dave Chappelle's thing. They did the same thing on uh, IMDb. And then after they went and they ratings bombed this and gave it perfect scores, then they're shitting on everybody else. See the difference? Critics think it's only 33% or 17%, but fucking real people, 99%. They're patting themselves on the back for ratings bombing it. But, I mean, all you did is artificially inflate that shit because you guys took this way too seriously. You motherfuckers are the ones claiming that it's the left that takes these jokes and this stand-up comedian special so seriously. But it's you motherfuckers who are freaking out about it and ratings bombing shit in order to make some kind of political point. Great going, Dave. It's an awesome new audience you have behind you there. You should be real fucking proud. But, yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes is a judge of what is what is valid and what is not valid. I mean, look at this shit. Medea's family reunion, critics gave it 25%, but the audience scored 94%. So who's right about this? Fucking liberal critics. They just don't know quality when they see it. The real audience, the real critics who knows what's up, they know quality when they see it, but nope, this was a terrible fucking movie. The critics were goddamn right. Um, actually, some other examples of this. Here's one. Is that a gun in your pocket? Zero percent. Horrible. I don't know if you are familiar with this. Horrible movie. But a uh, 90% audience score is zero percent. Cook Off, you guys seen this one? Oh my God, such a trash movie. 14% right to make 60% audience scores. Audiences are idiots, folks. They're stupid. They're like fucking anything. Just because an audience gives it a high rating doesn't mean it's quality. It's stupid. 16% Grandma's Boy. Oh my God, one of the worst movies ever made, Grandma's Boy. 
85% audience score. So yeah, suck your dicks more about how high the audience score is. It's just fucking sad. We see right there, you motherfuckers. And uh, a million subscribers, folks. A million subscribers for amazing tweets like this. The same kind of people who need emotional support ponies to travel airplanes are also being given power to control socially re-engineer Western society. We're in big trouble. And this guy nails them. Imagine being this upset over a fucking pony. Imagine being this much of a whiny goddamn snowflake over a fucking pony. It's always it's the left's fault. Oh my god, somehow this is a a damning uh, indictment of the left. Because this woman, who you don't even know if she's a lefty or not, you have no idea what her political leanings are because she has a pony on a plane. Oh my god, the left is going to destroy society by re-engineering it. A million fucking followers, folks. Frustrating as shit, dude. It's frustrating as shit that this is what's still fucking popular. More people need to fight back against this shit. It's getting old. And uh, speaking of shit that's getting old, oh, God damn it, wait do you see this shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers, tell me this guy's not racist. Please tell me he's not anti-Semitic. Please tell me this shit so I can make fun of you. This is J.F. Garapé, the uh, white nationalist, uh, creepy, rapey shithead, I guess I'll say. Let's have a listen. I was on um, Jake's show from The Bible Reloaded the other day, and I said to him, you know, what do you think about um, people who are Buddhists who want to protect the cultural boundaries of their existence so that, you know, Dharma transmission can continue? And, you know, you wouldn't want to advise your um, your daughters to go and, for example, marry Christians or marry Muslims or so on, because then you're sort of, um, you're creating a union between people who don't agree on religious matters, and someone's going to end up being oppressed and is most likely going to be your daughter. And, um, there was, you know, Jake's response to that was to tell me that I was the most bigoted person that he had ever spoken to. I found that absolutely remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. Wow. Uh, it's very interesting. I mean, I, I've been faced with the same thing, and I had to realize, all right, those are not liberal activists. Those are Jews. Ooh, Jews! He's saying the quiet part out loud again, and he's beating around the bush, right? It's the Jews. It's not liberals. It's the Jews. All the problems you're having in your life, guess who's causing them? Jews. Fucking Jews. Good lord. This guy looks like something from a freak show with his big old head and his giant fucking forehead. I guess I shouldn't talk. I got a big forehead too. But anyway, it gets even worse, folks. It gets even worse. This is like, if this is true, like, one of two things are true here. Either this dude has had the saddest fucking life of anybody I've ever known, and I feel bad for him, because this dude, holy shit. Or he's a liar. One of the things is, too, is true here. Let, let's have a listen and see which one you think is true. Yeah, but I'm not, interesting in these, I'm not interested in these options. I, I made love to hundreds of women, close to a thousand, perhaps, and to each of these women, I would stay with them until they leave me. I was always ready at all moment I've put my dick in a woman to live the rest of my life with her. Because I'm loyal and I descend from a line of loyal males who have made loyal nations, who have made loyal families. And that's just how I am. I, I seek not to improve my position in the marketplace as I am engaged with a fertile female. I'm satisfied by her. And I want to make our lives and the lives of our children better. Well, I mean, on the face of it, that sounds quite noble. That is some sad shit, dude. So according to this guy, this man has slept with almost a thousand women. 
blink, blink. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah, right. We believe that, right? We believe this guy has slept with a thousand women. So let's break it down. Let's say, like, this dude's had sex, like, every day. No, no. Let's say this guy's... All right. Let's say... This guy's what? He's in was like, 35? Let's say he's had sex since he was 15, right? So you break the math down. That's almost a new woman every single week. So this dude, according to him, has somehow managed to talk a new woman every single week into sleeping with him. And even though this guy is so good at getting women to sleep with him, he's managed to interest women enough to sleep with him. Even though they've had sex with him, all 1,000 of them rejected him. Folks, if this is true, this explains, this explains a lot, man. Imagine every single week, once a week, going out there and putting yourself out there and finding a woman and attracting her and doing a little mating dance and finally getting her to come back and sleep with you and then she sleeps with you and you want to be with her forever and she rejects you and this happens week after week after week after week never fucking ending non-stop for a thousand people that explains so fucking much about this guy no wonder he's such a creepy weirdo isn't he like and, and in a way like i kind of admire him you know i kind of admire that Get, that go get them nature he has because to be honest with you i think i would have given up after about the 900th rejection after about the 900th girl slept with me and said nah thanks i would have probably thought god man is there something wrong with my penis like what the fuck like why am i getting rejected this bad i'm not even gonna fucking have anything to do with women anymore i'll be one of those men going their own ways i fucking hate women so anyway I don't know. What do you guys think? Is Jeff Garepe a giant fucking creepy liar? Or is he the saddest, most rejected man in human history? Could go either way. I'm not sure which one I believe, but uh, which one do you believe? So let's read the chat and see. Better call Saul. Yeah, I know. Need a good lawyer for that one. Better call somebody to get you out of that shit. Talking about the guy shooting chip with the gun. Um... He had Warski at about 4,000 times, though. Yep. I know, right? Sounds like the guy on Family Guy. Giggity, 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 goo. I've had sex with a million people. Oh, yeah. Both. Yeah, both. But we know, like, honestly, we say both, but we know this guy hasn't had sex with a thousand women. If this guy's had sex with ten women, I'd be surprised. I mean, look at this fucking guy. Seriously, this is not a high-quality man right here in, in any stretch of the imagination. There's no fucking way this guy has had hundreds let alone close to a thousand women or want to have his tiny little dick inside of them. There's no fucking way that's happened. But if it did, sad, sad little man, Jeff Carapay. Holy shit, dude. I'm surprised you have not blown your brains out yet because I would have a long time ago if that were even remotely true. Yes, he's just a fucking liar. I agree. Um, he's absolutely a creepy liar. Who, pro who probably slept with a thousand body pillows? Yeah, no, probably body pillows of Sargon. He's a rapist and a fascist. I don't really care how many people he's had consensual sex with. Yep. None would be my guess, though. A few. Maybe that one girl, or the two girls that were kind of mentally uh, infirmed. Other than that, I doubt very many. But just going on, like, you're fucking podcasting and bragging about it like that is so cringe, right? So sad. What a sad, pathetic little dude, right? Garapé! Yep, I know, right? He's fucking a thousand potatoes. Even a potato wouldn't want that dude. His voice alone makes it impossible to come up at. Yep. Lots of disappointed women, that's for sure. In a video game. That's pretty funny. I like that. That's a good use of it in a video game. 
And I'll see if there's any super chats. Any new super chats? Great show, Dusty. <laughs> Bezos is the bourgeois. Did I say it right that time? Bourgeois. Burgoese. That's how I like to pronounce it. Burgoese. It's the people that get all the burgers. Hi, Dusty. I missed the month of religious BS. Uh, yeah, I need to do that eventually. I'll get back on that. Sorry about that. Thank you for that. HK, 1999 pounds. Thank you for a great show, Dusty. Hey, no problem. HK, I really appreciate you guys supporting me. As long as you guys support me, I'll keep doing this. I love you guys very much. Well, that's all of them. More Super Chats, please. What you guys saying? The chat's going by pretty quick here. I guess we're all interested in shitting on Jeff Garapé. Isn't he like four foot tall? I can't talk. I'm a short of two at my five, eight, five, seven, half, whatever the fuck I am. So I ain't going to short. I was going to say short change. That's, that's kind of an insult in itself. I'm not going to short shame. Uh, bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. I can say it. Uh, geez, Dusty, such a lib. I know, right? Terrible to be liberal. Care about other people. Want equality for folks. Want universal health care so my poor relatives don't goddamn die like my daddy did. No, I'm just a terrible person for that shit. All right. Got about another. Let's see. Got 10 minutes left on the show. So let's see what I'm going to cover. I got all this shit. Well, the cool thing about this shit is that uh, I don't have to cover this all because I'm going to be back Monday. And that's only like two days away. So I can cover the rest of this shit on Monday. So I just go down. Oh, God. So once again, for those of you who are living in other countries, you really have no idea what it's like in America. This is our number one news station. The fucking number one news station in the goddamn world. And what they do a lot of times is they try to trigger the libs. Just like a fucking edgy 13-year-old on 4chan would do. But this is the number one news channel in the world. So here they have uh, placed light bulbs. Not, not CFL, not, not uh, LED light bulbs. Not the ones that are good for the environment. But the old type. You know, the old type that are shitty and use a lot of electricity. They put those inside of a burger patty. And also, like, real plastic straws inside this burger patty. A real burger patty. Not some fake vegan shit. Not some impossible whopper shit. A real burger patty. And she's pretending to suck it up. So this triggers all the lives. Aren't you trigger lives? I'm using a real straw in the old shitty environmentally unkind type of light bulbs. And I'm using real meat. Oh my God. Aren't you freaking out? Are you triggered? Are you triggered? Uh, I'm eye rolling. If that's what you're asking. Because good Lord. How could this be real life folks? How is this fucking real? Number one news station in the goddamn world, America. It's just like, this is why I can't take life very seriously. This is why I don't take this fucking world very seriously. It's too fucking absurd, dudes. It's a joke. This whole fucking thing is a goddamn joke. So, might as well laugh to keep him crying, right? And uh, speaking of 4chan, this is the guy who owns 8chan. Does this not look exactly like how you would imagine the guy who owns 8chan would look? Holy fucking shit, man creepy as fuck somebody please immediately go see what this guy has buried in his basement there are bodies down there no doubt about it and apparently he was testifying in front of congress for some reason wearing a q pen you know q is that really cringy uh conspiracy theory that says that donald trump is actually a super genius who was only acting like a complete fucking idiot because he's playing some kind of brilliant 40 chess so yeah exactly the type of fella you would think would run 8chan the site where multiple mass terrorist shooters have gone to brag about what they're going to do and to have camaraderie with other racist dipshits and to be patted on the back and encouraged to do it. Yep, that's the dude for you. Fuck you, asshole. 
I hope you have a miserable life, but you probably don't. You probably have an amazing life because uh, this world is shit. So this is the new thing going around. Fucking conservatives are freaking out because they just put out a new version of Final Fantasy VIII. They remastered it, and they made some fucking very minor changes. And uh, the Gamergate people and the fucking nerds are just freaking out. They're like, oh my god, look, the fucking social justice warriors are ruining everything. She doesn't have cleavage anymore in the new version. Look, her, her shirt is higher, and it's, it's a smaller distance between necklace and, and the plaque, and look. Look, it's a smaller distance, less cleavage, larger distance over here. Uh, oh my god, they're ruining these games. And then uh, even um, the quartering is getting on it too. Quartering's freaking out about it. New video, a stand against bullshit censorship. How is this censorship? It has nothing to fucking do with censorship, but people want to change their game in slight ways to make them more friendly to their audience. You know, they're trying to have this game bought by children. They know if they make these slight children, these slight alterations, that parents will be more likely to buy this game for their children and it'll get a better ESR rating and all this shit. It's just capitalism. What the fuck? Final Fantasy VIII Remastered has delivered a new wave of BS censorship. No, no, they haven't. That loser SJW seemed to be celebrating. Who was celebrating it? Literally, nobody was celebrating this. Nobody even fucking noticed. Nobody cared. You guys are the one pointing this shit out. You guys are the ones that care about all this shit. You guys pretend like we're the ones that care about this when you're the ones blowing it all out of proportions because you're goddamn hypocrites. Stop letting people gaslight you over censorship. You're the one gaslighting. How is this censorship in any fucking way? They covered up our cooch leaf a little bit. That's not fucking censorship, you fucking moron. That's the game manufacturers making slight alterations to their game in order to appeal to a mass audience. What the fuck? Death by 1000 cuts is real and it must stop. Imagine, dudes, imagine these fucking white privileged motherfuckers just trying to think of any snowflake shit to play the victim on, to distract you with, while our fucking country goes to goddamn shit. It's just so frustrating to watch these guys make hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars over this shit. But anyway, at least we get to make fun of them. I guess that's some, you know, minor consolation. Very minor. But, uh... Next up, we're going to talk about Tila Tequila. You guys remember Tila Tequila? She was at one point... Oh, my God, look at her. Now, ooh, the years not being kind to, to Tila Tequila. Um, At one point, she was the most popular person on all of Facebook. Not Facebook, MySpace. It was even before Facebook. She was like totally fucking famous. She was a a model, was in all kind of nudie magazines. Uh, she had songs like uh, I Fucked the DJ and about how promiscuous she was. And she was just, uh, I want to say a giant slut, but I'm not saying that's a slut shamer. I think that she would have agreed that, you know, that was her persona. Her persona was to be slutty. And I mean that in a good way. You know, that some women have taken the word slut back to empower themselves. And so she was kind of part of that culture that was trying to take that, you know, narrative back for herself but anyway apparently she's a giant fucking crazy ass christian now and this chick is nuts as shit man now she's dressing all like uh puritanical and ain't wearing no makeup anymore and the stuff she says is just loco as fuck but i was like but you know whatever shut up for a second tequila tequila where i get this but i was like but you know whatever god wants me to do so i'm not trying to step outside of my bounds because i'm a very obviously obedient daughter of christ 
and bride of Christ. So, I, but I was like, but you know, whatever bride God wants me to do. So I, I'm not it gets worse. There's more of these. So anyways, there's a race war coming soon. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Okay. Really? Well, I just want to say right off the bat, I hope that's not true. Because if that's true, I am fucked living in this all-black neighborhood. Obviously, I'm going to be the first one they kill. So uh, I'm against the race war. just want to come out on the side against the fucking race war. No, thank you. But uh, I can pretty much assure you that's not going to happen. Everybody here is really fucking nice to me. Not a single goddamn person in the entire time I've lived here has said a single unkind word to me. Ain't no race war brewing, dummy dumb. <laughs> if you hadn't already started to notice it happening. <laughs> nope, I haven't. You want it to happen. Anyway, the reason she's saying this because she's actually a giant racist herself. We're going to get out of that in a second, but let's watch this one more video. And so I'm extremely close to God, if y'all ain't heard. Oh, I'm sure you're <laughs> so close. Ain't noticed. Uh, we but ain't anyway, noticed. So we, we, you know, we're always hanging out, talking all the time. I hear him very clearly. Yeah, it's you like starting to like audible. You know, it's like he's singing. You know, he, he's doing all kinds of funny things. Well, why aren't he helping the kids I that are starving him, to death? I just love him. Why are like, he busy you know, singing with you? You know, like when all the police following me around today, like I, I was some kind of like bomb terrorist, you know, and here I am like a single mom, four foot nine with like two baby daughters, like two little baby girls. Like we were so dangerous. And it's like God uses that. God he uses, uses the crazy ass people. And, you know, to become. Because an all powerful God really needs to use a crazy ass chick like you, doesn't he? Doesn't seem very all powerful to me. Anyway. um. I looked her up, and there was some shit about her I didn't know. Did you know she's a crazy white supremacist? Yeah, this little Asian chick, crazy white supremacist. Now you may be like, well, how can a crazy Asian chick be a white supremacist? I don't know, but she fucking is. Let's have a look here. Uh, Nazi views. In December 2013, when that's her name, caused controversy by posting an article on her website titled, Why I Sympathize with Hitler, Part 1. Although she stated that her views on Hitler were not derived from anti-Semitism, of course not, on her part, nor any feelings toward Jewish people, she also posted pro-Hitler and anti-Semitic comments on her Facebook page, as well as photos of herself as a scantily clad Nazi posing in front of a photo of Auschwitz concentration camp. These actions angered her Facebook followers and resulted in Facebook closing her account or moving them into your own question. In August 2015, Tequila became a contestant in the 16th series of British television reality show, Celebrity Big Brother. But was asked to leave the program on its second day when producers became aware of her comments. Um, on May 6, 2016, Wynn tweeted that Jewish American political commentator Ben Shapiro should be gassed and sent back to Israel. There are only two things in this world for which I would gladly sacrifice my own life. The destruction of all the Jews and the preservation of the white race. You're Asian! What in the fuck? And you know what will help Asians earn respect? An Asian version of Hitler. I want that person to be me. I want to save the world from this Zionist disease. In June 2016, Tidakia accused Sarah Silverman and the Jews of killing Jesus before saying the comedian was next on a celebrity sacrifice list. On November 19, 2016, she attended an alt-right National Policy Institute meeting celebrating the election of Donald Trump organized by white supremacist Richard B. Spencer, and posted photos on social media of herself doing a Nazi salute. One was posted to Twitter with the text, Sieg Howl, and raised hand emoji. On November 22nd, 2016, her account was suspended by Twitter. Consequently, she joined Gab. So, yeah. 
Remember? Remember she used to be like real promiscuous and now, holy shit, she's just a crazy Christian lady now, but crazy racist, racist Christian lady. How unique, how unusual. Definitely gone off the fucking deep end. I don't know what fucking drugs she took, but for once, these are drugs I don't want. That shit scares me. No thanks. And I guess we'll do one more as a palate cleanser if you want to get your super chats in. Last chance to get in super chats. And uh, one more happy video. This baby loves his mom on this mama's like, no, no, you get down here. You get down here. And this baby's like, mama, I'll clap if I want to. I'll eat your face. I will eat your face, mama. I will suck on your face. And the mama just loving it. Just, you do whatever you have to, you cute little shit. You eat my face if you got to. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you, you little cute poop. Mm. So stinking cute. Now I want a monkey. Though I think that is a bad choice for me. And uh, that's pretty much it, folks. What do you guys got to say about that? Are we huge fans of Tila Tequila? Do we want to praise her immensely for her racism? Or do we want to shit on her incredibly for the rest of her life? What the fuck? Yes, I know. My thoughts indeed. Shapiro is annoying, but he doesn't deserve to be gas. That's crazy. Exactly. Yes, I don't like Shapiro, but I don't want any physical harm to come to him whatsoever. In total nonviolence. Um, like, subscribe, hit the bell. Absolutely. Share. Any super chat submission? Uh, nope, no new super chats. All right, well, that's it, folks. I will be back Monday. It's only like day after tomorrow. So I'll be back before you fucking know it, and I'll cover the other half of the shit I didn't cover. And I'm sure there'll be lots of other stuff. I'm sure Vosh will shoot on me again, and me and Vosh can get in a verbal fist fight. It'll be fun as fuck and whatnot. So uh, until then, I will see you guys. And before I go, remind you for my Patreon, if you guys want to help out the show, there's links in the description of this video to my Patreon, and there's also links where you can send me direct tips, and I got merchandise, I got all kinds of shit, so if you guys want to support the show, there's lots of opportunities to do that, and as always, after the video is uploaded, come back, leave a kind comment, kind comments are a form of currency that are free for you to spend, and you should spend them freely, and that's it folks, I love the fuck out of you guys, I will see you guys Monday, as always, till next time, Logic Dudes, thanks guys, I'll see you soon.